What's up, guys? It's your boy German, aka Laleman. It's your boy Will, the one and only Rain Man Grundy. And welcome to the All in One Pod, where we talk about everything and anything all in one. Have you ever seen a? Did you ever watch Drake and Josh? Yes, I did. <clears throat> that was my fucking show too, bro. Dude, <clears throat> I also loved it, <clears throat> but I hated that in the future. Dude, I hate it so fucking much that all the shows I grew up loved. Uh, or I grew up watching, you know that I loved. Yeah, one or a, or one or another actor like ends up coming out getting me tooed. <clears throat> Drake Bell was apparently pedophile. Um, yeah, he was grooming like a sixteen-year-old or something. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. And then you know Hyde from the '70s show. Mm-hmm. He also he uh, I don't know if I can't. I'm just gonna say allegedly because I haven't kept up with the case. Yeah. Allegedly, he raped three women in what like fuck, 2001 really? to 2003. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The only ones that have stayed clear <clears throat> and steered away from all that, knock on wood, are all the homies from uh, Friends. Even Josh. You know, Josh, uh, that dude's good, though. No, yeah, yeah. Josh and, is like, good. He ended up, you know, he lost a lot of weight, too. Yeah. No, he's got a podcast and everything. He's been on. Does he really? He was, like, on uh, um, Burt Cast with Burt Kreischer. But that's crazy, though, bro, how, like, in the show, <clears throat> Drake, um, he was the dude that was the musician and... Yep, had all the riz. But you got to think about it like the child, um, child stardom, and then growing up and not growing out of that childhood because it's what made you a star. That's what happens to a lot of them, though. Yeah, it's fucking, it's 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 really nuts. Like you know, because even uh, with Sam, the girl from iCarly, mm-hmm. she came out and saying that the creator of iCarly and all these other shows was like a creep, and that he made them do like a bunch of different weird things, and that she got basically paid off to not say anything. Um, you talking about the the blonde hair? The girl, blonde right? hair girl. Yeah, that's why when iCarly came back, she didn't come back to the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was her name? Fucking Jeanette, Jeanette McCurley or something. Yeah, Mer- McGrudy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some shit like that. But yeah, um, I dude, I still like that fucking song though. Um, the opening, I found a way. Is that I song? found a way. Yeah. Nickelodeon, bruh, dropping bangers. Yeah, I dude, I used to sing that song a lot, though. Too like I was just looking at the fucking. Uh, the li- why are these lyrics of this shit so fucked? You be walking around the house singing the song and shit. Yeah, dog. I know you see. Not that one, but uh, <laughs> which one? The Drake and Josh one. I found oh, um, fuck. <clears throat> oh yeah, here it is. I never thought that it'd be so simple, but I found a way. I found a way. I always thought that it'd be too crazy, but I found a way, I found a way. If you, if you open up, up your, mind. your mind. Dude, look, dude. No, like, no, not to be cringe or anything, dude, but you know what's some fuckers that I really grew up on and I really, really li- li- like their music? Who? The fucking Jonas Brothers. I fucked with the Jonas I Brothers. I absolutely too, loved the Jonas Brothers growing up, dude. Like, you know, call me whatever the fuck you want, but you know. Fucking uh, when you look me in the eyes, love bug, fucking SOS, dude. Uh, um, hold on, all mm-hmm. those fucking songs were fucking bangers, dude. I was like, god damn, bro. I was like nine or ten years old, fucking going through it, you know, listening to those songs. I was like, fuck. I'm like, I don't even know who this girl is yet, but she got me fucked up. Yeah, bro. Uh, I forgot one of the Jonas Brothers is uh married to Sophie Turner. Yeah, uh, Joe Jonas. Nick? No, Joe. Joe. Okay. Yeah, Joe Jonas. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, he did well." 
Dude, did you ever watch that show, Big Time Rush? Yeah, but I didn't get into it as much as other people did. You're like, dude, I love that show. Did you know they're supposed to be coming to like uh the fair, right? They're performing at the fair here in Memphis. Who is Big Time Rush? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they announced it. Oh, for um, what's that fucking fair? I called? don't know what specific fair it is. All I know it's some event here in Memphis. Okay. All right. Man, I I wonder when's the last time all those dudes like got together and actually like performed. I mean, stuff. but you know they did decent. They had uh, they yeah. had they had like a, what three or four seasons. Yeah, but that was like over ten years ago. Yeah, dude. Did you ever growing up? Did you ever watch this show called The Naked Brothers Band? I know about it, but I never really watched it. It was weird because it was like a you know like a like a Jersey Short style show, like for where kids. Yeah, basically, you know, <laughs> like where like they all have different personalities and they like live in a, the same general area dude, and, dude. and they like cuts where they're getting interviewed about a certain situation yeah. or making comments about it and shit. Dude, just real quick. Like I wanted to say when Jersey Shore first came out, we were like, cause what, we were like 12, 13, 14. t-shirt time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Mike. We got a situation here. Mike, the situation here. He's like, uh, Dude, I still can't. I, dude, I still remember that one season there in fucking Italy. Yeah. And Mike fucking loses his shit and he knocks himself out and on against the wall. the wall. Yeah. Like, what was going through that guy's. He was on He's drugs, like, dude. yeah, I'm so mad at fucking Ronnie or whatever. I'm just going to headbutt a brick yeah. wall. Dude, um, Jen- so Jennifer binge watched the whole show recently. So I, I caught it in glimpses. And, you know, years later, like, you know, Mike gets sober and he gets fat. Yeah, yeah, dude. which is funny, you know, but he's happy now, which is cool. Yeah. You know, to me, it's cooler than, you know, him being ripped and on drugs. But then he goes and serves his time, you know, because he did like tax evasion or some shit. Was it tax evasion? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he did like a year or six months or something like that. Got out, fucking shredded again, dude. Mm-hmm. And um, he's still clean, dude, which is really fucking cool. I, like, it's really wholesome. You know what I mean? Um, but watching the show, I was telling Jennifer, I'm like, the drama is literally amongst the girls. I'm like, the guys are kind of just there. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what women do in yeah. love is drama. Damn, we'll stop with the misogyny, bro. I'm just saying. Jesus. All right, well, I'll say this then. Ronnie was also with the fucking drama because he, he kept getting into it with his new baby mama and shit. That's true. Yeah, Ron- Ronnie was like, that dude, you know what I think it was, though? What? Was... Was I think Ronnie was like fucking on roid roid rage though, bro. Oh yeah, probably. I so. think a lot. Some of that was fucking roid rage. The whole too, Sam that thing dude was on roid. The whole Sam thing, dude. But it'd be so toxic though. He'd be like, "I'm gonna go buy, I'm gonna go buy her flowers so she can feel bad about how good of a guy I am and how bad she's treating me." <laughs> I'd be like, "What?" Look, look. I'll, I'll give Sam this one though. Like Ronnie is kind of crazy though. Dude, uh, did you know that uh, Ronnie is poor? Like they're not all. They're only. Only Mike, Vinny, Polly, um, Dina are full-blooded uh, Italian. Yeah, I know. Um, Snooki is not even. Yeah. Snooki's like fucking from Peru or no, something. No, she's Chile. She's from Chile, Chile but yeah. she's got adopted by Italian parents. And then uh, JWoww is Spanish and Polish, I think. Yeah. And um, the other girl, she's like uh, Polish and some other shit. Bro, I just... I just could never find JYL attractive. Dude, I couldn't either. On, None of them really. That. Look, okay, so I think the one I found the most attractive was Snooki towards the, like, Snooki? after the fame, though. You know, like, when she kind of, like, upkept herself. 
Mm-hmm. But like Wow, she wasn't attractive. The Angelina girl wasn't attractive. I don't know. You didn't think Angelina was attractive? No, dude. I just think they're like a lot of girls to me nowadays are just like Kim Kardashian replicas. Bro, like, listen, bro. I, hands down, out of all of them, though, I'd have to say is probably, at least for me, it would have been Dina. You know, Jennifer said the same thing. That's weird. Yeah, I like Dina. She said Jennifer was the most attractive one. And to me, out of the guys, Vinny is the most attractive one. Vinny? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> yeah, no homo. You know, but that dude... You know the For way me, that it's Vinny, yes, homo. the the way that Vinny and <laughs> Pauly D have the, their uh, their bromance. They're, yeah, I have that with a lot of my friends. Like a bromance like that, where like we're like gay for each other. Yeah, you saying you're not gay for me, dude? I'm, I'm always gay for you. But I thought I was the only one, bro. Will, okay. So you just confess that you you're in you're an entanglement with other dudes. Besides yeah, all me? the time. Fucking cringe, dude. Like bro. at work, I have I like I have a fucking work husband. Like Alberto's my fucking work husband, dude. Spickable. He'll like be like, "Can you can you bring me some chips from the store?" And I'll be like, <laughs> "All right." And then like the next day I show up, he's like, oh, "Hey, I brought you a Red Bull." And I'm like, "All right, thanks, sweetie." And that shit like that, bro. Seems like we got a situation here. Look like we got a situation. That dude was fucking nuts. Like Mike, dude, Mike? was fucking nuts in the first couple of seasons. <laughs> Those do you know what though the problem is all those dudes skipped leg day though. <sighs> you know Well you know was, uh towards the end Vinny was known as a keto guido. A what guido? The keto guido. The keto guido? Yeah, because he went keto. because oh. he started stripping in Vegas. Dude dude, I think out of all of them though, Vinny's the most Italian. No, definitely. Though, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Because even it's even said that whenever Mike went to jail, apparently Vinny's um uncle had people take care of mike not Vinny. when mike went to jail Vinny's uncle had people italian the italian mob take care of mike really yeah damn dude that's that's kind of cool that's badass yeah right i ain't gonna lie yeah she kind of that shit kind of chris i'm like damn son like damn like Vinny is really down for the homie yeah he really is not as down as griffith is though (laughs) (laughs) giving it up for everybody what's to make it through bro bro I was like, you know what I was telling you? I was like, damn, I wish we had been live already talking about this. But the homie Griffith, like uh-huh. Griffith was really down for the homie. Bro, he he give it up. He give, But you know what? Fucking homies over Wait, hoes, okay, bro. Maybe in that time and space of the show, we believe that. But once we get to the eclipse, we know he was giving up them cheeks for himself, bro. He was giving up them cheeks to move his, his, his ego and pride forward. Bro, I mean, I told you. I mean, I don't really blame him, though. Bro, my cousin was like... L. He's like, tell Will L for fucking agreeing with Griffith. He's like, what the fuck? What and the I, fuck does that mean? Like, fucking, like... Is that some fucking Mexican shit? No, like, uh, an L is like... Oh, L, L. For loss. Okay, I, th- I thought you were saying, like, L is in, like, E-L or, or No, pendejo. Fucking dumbass. Stupid. Dummy. Pinche. <laughs> you just cuss one word in Spanish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> But yeah, bro. So um, chinga tu madres way, chinga la tuya pendejo. Ooh, you know that that's the that's the thing about the difference between English and Spanish. What if you say fuck you in Spanish, or if you say fuck you in English, it's just kind of you say fuck you. But in Spanish, like if you say chinga tu madre, I'll be like chinga la tuya, and like you know, it's like kind of like there are little rebuttals that you can like they kind of rhyme and they're catchy. What's chinga la tuya mean? Uh. Fuck yours. 
but in a, <laughs> it sounds catchy. You know what I mean? This is like a smooth. This smooth. It's like uh, like vete la verga and like you know, no te lo encuentro. You know what I mean? And you, you know, know vete really la verga. Funny when he cusses in Spanish, is your dad. <laughs> All right, so you know, like vete la verga means like go to the dick, basically. Go to the dick. Basically, like that's exactly what it translates to, right? What the fuck? So then in Spanish, somebody would be like, go to the dick, and then you'll be like, if I could find the motherfucker. You know, so it's like cool little things like that in Spanish where like, you know, you cuss at each other and you can have like a little like where you literally turn it around on the person. That's cute. <clears throat> nah, I mean. Yeah, dog. Fucking bitch. Perro. Perro. Andas aquí. <laughs> ah, perro. <clears throat> Bro, so what's up with these UFOs and these fucking Tra- t- train derailments and Bro. fucking chemicals flying in, a, in the rivers, fish dying, frogs fucking kicking the bucket. Bro, all that train derailing shit, like fucking, fucking A, bro. That shit, that shit almost sounds planned, my guy. Dude, did you, not, did you not go guard a train once? Do what? Didn't you guard a train once? Did I guard a train? Yeah. Like, in, in the U.S.? Mm, no. What what made you think that? I don't know. I mean, military does stuff like that. Like they like, hey, we got a train with nuclear waste in it or something. We need someone nuclear to protect waste. it. You know no, I, mean? I I never had the privilege of guarding a train. Unfortunately. Would you like it though? No. Like, would you like guarding the train? I don't like guarding anything. <laughs> what about guarding your boho from men attacking it? Yeah, I do like to guard. Uh, keep my, myself from being sodomized. I, I like to guard my culo. <laughs> And, you know, I guard my virginity with a chastity belt. Wow. Hey, by the way, the code is uh, 1997. Perro, thanks for the info. Yeah, dog. I'll Just be saying. there. Just saying. Hey, uh. For anyone else that wants a code to my chastity belt, it's 1997, though. Just putting it in what, there. What's your favorite? What's one movie that you grew up where you were like, I think I can, I'm going to enjoy this movie for the rest of my life? Ooh, for the rest of like isn't it's like one you can just fucking no, watch. It's just like when you were a kid and the first time you saw something on TV, you were like, "Fuck, mm-hmm. I really, lo- I really love." Like you know, like you know, a lot of people maybe have like the Lion King or like different shit like that. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think yours is? Hmm. Is it like Mulan? I was just about to say that actually. Really? Yeah. Why? Because you feel like a man in a woman's body. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, do I feel like a man in a woman's body? Yeah. Like, it's like you're Mulan, but the opposite. Like, you're a man that wants to be a woman. No. No? Oh. I'm I'm a dude that's glad he's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you don't know how glad I'm a dude, dude. I, I'll see, like, women give birth to babies and all the power to them, bro. Because, fuck, I, I don't think I'd be, I'd be a lesbo. That's, that's facts, bro. And, I mean, you know, all the other <clears throat> stuff they got to do, like, for maintenance. We got to do maintenance too. I work on well, a yeah, car. but not not nearly to the same extent. I mean, for one, you know, I'm just glad I can fucking pee wherever I want to, basically. That is true. That's, I see what you mean now. When you said nice. maintenance, I thought cleaning the house. That's kind of oh no no no. I meant like bodily maintenance, bro. <laughs> that's kind of fucked I mean, up. That's kind of fucked up on my part. I'm not gonna lie there. You know, what I, mean? I didn't mean it like that. Right. <laughs> no no, bro. I mean, I mean it is a sense of like you know. I'm glad I don't have to deal with like you know and cycles shit. and having to wax and. Do eyebrows and you hair wax? and all that. I do my eyebrows. Do you really? Yeah. I don't. Why, why wouldn't you? You look good when you do it. Mm, I don't know, bro. I just never really thought of doing it, to be honest. I get my eyebrows and my unibrow waxed. Do you really? Yeah, that's it. I never saw, like, the necessity of it, though. They clean. You really see a difference when you do it, though. Really? Yeah. 
And you know, like like some of my friends and like people I know, they go and get manicures and shit. They're like with that whole self care shit as men. I mean, I would never go get a fucking manicure because you know just. Yeah, dude. I mean, I just cut my nails and I'm me. Clip my toenails and shit, and I just take care of my feet. <laughs> dude, man, I need to go to the doctor for my feet because. Because you know I got some pretty <laughs> clean little dainty feet. Yeah, because you're an Asian. Uh, like it's that's only yeah. natural that you do, bro. It's because you fucking wear socks and shit all the time. Is that really what you think it is, bro? I'm, bro, dead ass. I'm telling you, like you have to let your feet fucking breathe. Okay. Because look, bro, think about it this way. Like most of the time, so first of all, as humans, you know, we were never really, bro. I'm gonna clip this and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tag it. Foot do fetish. it, bro. But I'm just saying, like we were never really meant to wear shoes and socks and shit. Yeah. Like that all the uh, time. Uh-huh. And plus, it's like. Okay, you go out, run errands, what are you in? You're wearing fucking shoes, socks. Yeah. You're at work, you're on your feet all day, wearing shoes, all fuck boots, what the fuck ever all day. Yeah. You're at home, you're wearing fuck. You're wearing socks right now and shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, like, you gotta fucking, you gotta let them motherfuckers breathe. So my question to you is, why wouldn't they make shoes that are beneficial to, with the necessities that your feet need, need that your feet need? Jesus Christ. I don't know, bro. I mean, they. I think they have like specialized shoes for like people with conditions, feet conditions. Though I, I just mean like a regular shoe, like a Converse, yeah, I, a Vans, I, know. I don't think like there's that. such a thing though. Uh, do I now? I don't think there's such a shoe though that like allows you to. No. Why? I don't fucking know, bro. Because they don't fucking care about us. That shit's. That like, shit is stupid. They don't dude, really care about us. But do you think about it though? When when most people like when you buy shoes or when you're younger or whatever. Right, like, you don't really, you either buy shoes for the look or for, to serve a specific purpose or need for you. My shoes be fresh as fuck, no lie. That's what I'm saying, though, bro, but, like, would you, listen, like, let me throw this out there, right? So, let's say there was such a shoe, a regular shoe that existed that was just all around good for your feet. Like, it fucking, let's just say that motherfucker was comfortable, you could go all day in that shit, it had fucking anti-odor, anti-microbes, yeah. anti-fungal. It was I'm, I'm scented. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Yeah. Every every fucking thing under the sun yes, for sir. feet comfort, right? But yeah. the only catch though was the shoe was ugly as shit. I'd wear the fuck out that shit. You would wear that motherfucker. Why the fuck not? Okay, bro. If you say so. Think about all these dad shoes that are coming out, bro. I'm about to go get my first pair of dad shoes here. My Skechers. Are, are you really? Probably sometime soon. Just like, to have just to have the fit. Mm-hmm. I already got the khaki shorts. You know, yeah. Um, I just need the shoes, and then I'll be a f- the freshest fucking dad. I can't wait until like Abel can walk, so I can put him in sports. And everyone knows, like, okay, you know, this motherfucker can. This motherfucker needs a man to grill every cookout too. Yeah, bro. I like. I'm. I'm <laughs> gonna be out there, bro. Like, I'm le- legitimately. As soon as Abel starts walking, I'm putting him in soccer. Soccer. If they had a baby league to play soccer, where they were just crawling, I would do that right now. You know, you know what else you should consider getting that motherfucker in? What? Like dead ass is um chess. <clears throat> I have a chessboard actually at the house. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, but he broke one of my chess pieces. I'm kind of sad about it. Why do you have a chessboard? Because I can play chess. You know how to play chess? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We should play a game sometime. Bro, I'll fucking devour you, bro. We'll see about that. I think I still have a chess board. And if he, if we don't want, if we can't play here, dude, download the app. The, do you have the chess app? No. We can play on there. Like we can add each other as friends and we can play. I had one before. I wonder if it's the same one. Yeah, it's just the chess one hundred and one app or something like that. 
Oh, Alberto really? plays chess too. Like he didn't believe me when I told him I played chess. I literally, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say that I'm experienced. I picked it up, yeah, the middle of last year. Really? And I learned. Yeah. I learned how to play, and I've, I'm, I'd say like whenever I did the thing, I think I was scored at like fourteen hundred. Yeah. Or, which I, I know it's not great, but it's not bad. Well, like. It's pretty average, I think. I mean, I know how to play too. I'm not really that good or anything, but I mean, <clears throat> like, yeah, I mean, you should either just put that motherfucker, get him to start playing chess or Monopoly. No, I'm going to get him to play chess. Chess and sports. Because, you know, I took him to go get a. I, I think I, t- I think I, I don't remember if I said this, but I took him to the doctor to go get checked out, you know, for his nine months. Mm-hmm. The lady was like, good baby. He's proportioned all around. She's like, he's a top of the line baby. And I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> top of the line. I'm like, baby. that's exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm like, we make we make good breeds out here, bro. That's coming from good stock. I'm like, we fucking we we making good shit out here, bro. We not I'm not fucking around making a fucking defective ass baby. The fuck? <laughs> Not like we ain't gonna have any babies like fucking Blair from drawing oh together. Oh my god, dude! No, you yeah. and I, Blair. It's just I don't think it would have ever worked out. We come from two different worlds. <laughs> Me, I come from the planet Zebulon, and you, you come from a mother that drank. You came from a mother that drank when she was pregnant. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Dude, dude, what did you, what did you think of that show? I actually really liked it. I, yeah. I I didn't know that I had watched it before or watched yeah. clips of it at least, but it's it's good. It's something I I, I end up watching. Right, bro, it it was fucking just it was just savage, dude. <laughs> like I'm telling you on that show, bro, it's like South Park. They don't give a fuck, dude. Uh, did you did you ever finish a post COVID uh, South Park movie? No, not yet. I kind of forgot to, to be honest. It was actually good. You know, it tied up the way a South Park movie would tie up. I believe that. It was good. I really enjoyed Dude, I it. I don't think I've ever really watched a South Park movie. The only thing that kind of bummed me out about it is, so you know how Cartman's a rabbi, right? Yep. So for them to basically fix COVID after, um, well, they never prevent COVID. They just, everybody kind of forgives themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, man, I'm sorry I yelled about a, about not wearing a mask. And then the other guy goes like, yeah, well, maybe I could have been a little bit more considerate, man. You know, he goes like, my bad. So, um, they end up forgiving everybody, but in mm-hmm. the real world, in the world that they change, Cartman's a homeless drunk. Yeah, I know. I think I remember seeing that. And that kind of bummed me out. I was like, oh, dude, I kind of wanted Cartman, you know, to have that character development and change and, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. That that's that happened because they changed the world, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I, I, Future Butters is fucking insane, bro. Dude, oh yeah, dude. Did you like? Uh, did you like Future Jimmy? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's uh, basically the, J- the Jimmy say, Kimmel of the, the, of the South Park world. Huh? He's basically the Jimmy Kimmel of the South Park world. Yes. The jokes are so fucking stupid too. They're like, "What's the difference between a black transgender guy in the bar and a white male? Nothing, because they're both the same." Blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm just like, "Oh fuck, dude, you did a um." Look, I saw something hilarious. They were saying that, um, uh, they were saying that like South Park basically predicted Breaking Bad or something like that with Jimmy, because um, you know in Breaking Bad how he has a son with cerebral palsy, yeah, and stuff, yeah. 
And they were saying that um, Walter Jr. is just fucking Jimmy in real life. Bro, oh my god. But wait. How are they predicting Breaking Bad in that way? Or or maybe not so much that, but just more the fact that, like, okay, like, fucking Walter Jr. is Jimmy in real life. Like, alternate universe type shit? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because, I mean, like, the motherfuckers are mentally functional. Yeah. Just, they're... Don't have complete motor functions of their limbs. Dude, it's so funny how, like, it'll be like, it's all right, treat them the same as everyone else. And then South Park will go out their way to show Jimmy struggling for one minute straight trying to get on a chair. Dude. <laughs> I know. And he's like, what What was that in that one part of the conversation? Because that's when he joins the gang, right? Yeah. And there's that one point in the conversation because his parents were telling him, now, Jimmy, you know that you were born in a very special way. And he goes, yeah, yeah mom and dad, because you and mom used to make fun of cripple kids in high school. <laughs> He's like, that's right, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. He's dude. like, yo, mom and dad, why are you dissing my ninjas? <laughs> he, does, he does go. It is, d- 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 don't go dissing my ninjas, mom. Dude, dude, I love the other one too. When uh, he's fucking, he's getting ready for the Special Olympics. Yeah, and and um, he's in there, and and uh, his fucking girl pisses him off or whatever, and he's <clears throat> and he's just on like so many fucking steroids or whatever. He gets roid rage and just he's starts like beating the shit out he's of like, her. You're gonna leave me? You you ain't gonna fucking leave nobody? He's like, nope, nobody, nobody fucking leaves me. He's like, I'll kill you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, I think my Jimmy impressions aren't that bad. Your Jimmy impressions? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of look like him, too. I just need to fucking walk like him now. Oh, my God. He crutches. Oh, my God. You're fucked up, bro. I cannot believe you just made that joke. Bitch, I'll fucking, I'll fucking, I'll fucking kill you, bitch. <clears throat> Dude, uh... You remember when uh, Cartman was trying to... Tr- was trying oh, to <laughs> you remember? No, dude. I was fucking dying when, when he goes to register. Yeah. And um, the girl... Um and his mom, what's his mom's name? Carol. Yeah. He goes, "Hi, I'd like to res- register my uh retarded or special son." Yeah. Or something, and then uh, he goes, "Great, what does he have?" Yeah, yeah. Like, what what disability does he have? And he goes, "Uh, I'm retarded." <laughs> <laughs> and it, <laughs> and then she goes, "Yeah, but like, what what specifically? I'm retarded." And and he's like, uh, I don't I don't know what disability I have. And then she goes, you know what? Um, we'll just go with what 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 was it she said? I think she says all of them. No, no, I think she just picked one specifically. I forgot what it fucking was. Uh, well, whatever. Dude, do you remember the episode whenever Cartman starts trying to pretend like he has Tourette's? And he I don't just, remember that one. And well, he he starts just randomly blurting shit out. So um, he does it through the whole episode to the point where eventually he can't stop himself from doing it. So. After a while, he actually starts shouting real life personal shit about himself. Ooh, yeah, sounds spicy. Bro. It was funny. I was like, "Damn, son." Yeah, mom, you'd at least kiss me first before you fuck, fuck me. me. He's like, "Hey, mom, I like to get wine and dine before I get fucked." Yeah, I like to at least get kissed first before I get fucked. This should be so funny. <laughs> But mom, I said I was sorry. Well, even, you don't have to get me the iPad. I'll just go with the Toshiba. (laughs) It's Uh, so fucking nuts, dude. Dude, honestly, I can kind of see, like, as far as Cartman in the future being a homeless drunk. 
I can kind of see that, like, if... Because he depends on his mom for Yeah, everything. if he never, like, fucking graded himself out. I mean, but, I mean, but you know, you you've know? seen him be a kid and make a lot of money. Why wouldn't he transition that into his adulthood? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, fuck though, bro. You know, it's, you never really know, because fucking vices and addictions are pretty powerful, because <laughs> it's... I think, you know... um. Because I was watching something on YouTube the other day talking about addiction, and one of the worst things about addictions in general is just, it's not just one person that addictions destroy, it destroys the entire family. Yeah, it does. Too. Because you got people that want to support them, people that don't, and people that give up on them. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Bro, have you ever seen, um, <clears throat> you ever seen this anime called Bastard before? Uh, no, I haven't. No? Is it good? I... Dude, I so I think it's good, but like, yeah. So I'm not gonna lie; it's on Netflix, right? And it's 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 a remake because apparently yeah. it was like another '90s anime at first. Okay. Um, but I I will say this: it's a harem <clears throat> anime. A harem? Yeah. But dude, here's the thing, though, right? About it is, it's one of those animes that like you'll watch it, right? And yes, sir. It's like it's like a dark, heavy metal fantasy kind of anime. Okay, yeah. And there's parts of it, dude, that is just there's part <laughs> there's parts of it that is just so ridiculous that it's good though. You know um, what I mean? Ridiculous in what way? Like fucking like I said, well first and foremost it's a harem anime. So it's eventually the main character is basically this really powerful wizard named Dark Schneider. Darth Schneider. <laughs> Dark Schneider. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, I mean, that, you see that motherfucker, and you'd be like, "Damn, like that motherfucker is kind of handsome. He's kind of like, he's kind of like, he almost kind of looks like Griffith." Yeah. Um, but more like, what the fuck is that? They're just display. Um. Anyways, like, so the way the way I can compare it is Griffith is kind of more effeminate. Yeah. In a way. Um, and Dark Schneider's kind of like a very much more masculine <clears throat> version, toxic version of Griffith. Okay, okay. It's the best comparison, and, and eventually it's like every girl he meets on it. Yeah. Whether he saves them, and he's kind of a pervert too, mind you. But, so wait, uh, Dark Schneider, is he the main character? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, and basically all the girls on there want to fuck Dark Schneider. Uh-huh. But like... It just kind of never really happens, though, and it's weird because he's, um, how it starts off is basically in the aftermath of a war that Dark Schneider and his followers had started. Okay. And this is like three, four hundred years later where Dark Schneider lose he had lost before, mm -hmm. and he was imprisoned. He's imprisoned or reincarnated. Well, I think I think it's safe to say more he was imprisoned into the body of this young boy. Yeah. And um uh the, yeah, the, this is young really young boy named Lucian and he is under the care of this head priest and his daughter. Yeah. So um is he in the studies of like becoming a priest or something? Who? The Darth Schneider? No, no, not not no, not at all. But um, but like uh, the dude's daughter is um, she's basically 
she's basically like supposed to be a priestess or some shit, and she's a she is a young maiden yeah. of 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 ripe age. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Um, and he tells him that she was right for the taking. Pretty much, bro. I mean, for fucking Dark Schneider's taking, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, because it's it's funny because like he's in love with her and he's still trying to like he's still trying to fuck her throughout the entire like series. Yeah. <laughs> because she's still a virgin. Yeah. Um, but how it starts off basically is like the the kingdom comes under attack, um, by these like dark forces, and um. They realize See, that the only way to fucking save themselves is they gotta release Dark Schneider from the boy's body. See, and and he tells the girl, "Hey, the only time uh, he tells his daughter actually, yeah, that the only way um she can release Dark Dark Schneider from him is to kiss him, basically." Yeah, and he also tells him that, "Hey, you know, every time um every time that uh." You kiss him and unbreak the seal, it becomes weaker. Yeah. Every time. So, and it gets to a point uh, to where, like, Dark Schneider is fucking coming out of the body by himself. Yeah. A lot. And it's, um, it just kind of picks up, it picks up where he left off those, like, 400 years ago to where his follower, he's got, he still has his followers, right? Yeah. And, they're still trying to take over the world, basically, is their goal. Yeah. Um. Just, just they don't think they need him in the picture anymore. Anymore. Yeah. And it kind of becomes a tri a love triangle, in <laughs> okay. a ways too, because one of his followers was actually one of his lovers, too. And right. she's like, she's like this chick, right? She's uh, she's this like general who's half elf, half human. Or whatever. You said the show this is called Bastard, though? Yeah. Okay, all right. It's called Bastard. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, it, it, it's just really interesting, dude. And there's just parts on it where it's kind of stupid. Because, like I said, it's a harem. Yeah. And it's just, like, the plot armor for Dark Schneider is so fucking thick. It's so, like, is it kind of like in uh, High School DxD, like, whenever she's like, if you win this battle... I'll let you grope my boobs, and he fucking gets up and gets super strong after she tells him that. Mm. Shit like that, or what? So, so kind of. Um, there was uh, so there's this one part. He's um, he's fighting this guy who is <clears throat> one of his strongest followers, I think. Yeah. And um, he's kind of losing, and the the priestess's daughter that I was telling you about. So her name's like Tia Yoko. Yes, her. Or something. Um. And she was, like, trying to motivate him where she just says, basically, hey, Dark Schneider, if you win this, she's like, I'll let you take my virginity. And he gets super strong. Yeah, and he, he fucking wins it, of course. And then, like, it's funny is because uh, how it usually turns out is it never really works for him. Yeah. Like that. Um. So it's just kind of like you never know, hey, is he going to end up being with her or is he going to get back with his elf x basically dude, I, or I just who who this fucking dude's gonna end up with and like who does he even love none of them he just wants to grow up all of them yeah oh he's a fucking yeah dude he's a fucking pervert like a fucking he's the quagmire of his time <laughs> for sure but dude it like i said it's ridiculous but it's good though yeah. I, I think you'd like it i'm about to check it out you said it's on netflix i think it's still on netflix yeah because um they just had 
I think it just finished its first two seasons, if Dude, I'm not mistaken. Uh, I mean, I need something to watch because, um, you know, I went down the Chainsaw Man rabbit hole and I'm all caught up in yeah, a span yeah. of like less than a week. Fucking mommy Makima, dude. <clears throat> dude, I did not like her. Well, I did, but I didn't like her, you know? Like, it really bummed me out the way she ended up being. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Fucking, bro, I'm spoiler alert. Yeah, by spoiler, because, I mean, this, like, this section's about to be a lot of spoiler for whoever's not up, up to date with the manga. But, dude, a lot of really lovable characters kick the bucket. Mm-hmm. You know? And then this is all just to like build Denji to have the character to want to protect um, those around him in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. But even now he's doing it with a selfish reason because he just wants people to know that he's Chainsaw Man. Yeah, man. But, um, you know, I really like that scene where you know, it just shows how fucking manipulative Makima is, too. Yeah. I mean, just how, you know, I mean, she just manipulates that fucking dude throughout the entire series. Yep. Um, but. You know, I did kind of enjoy that scene where, um, <clears throat> where you know she basically tells him like, "Hey, hey, if you kill the uh, gun, gun devil. devil or whatever, like I'll let you fuck me." Basically, and you know he when he uh, falls she, back and shit and all that. Yeah, other stuff. and he fucking gets a grope boob and fucking uh, she bites his fingers Finger and, and stuff. Dude, so um, I listened to this uh, YouTuber. Her name is uh, fuck, totally not Mark. And he described the scene of Mamaki, Mamaki or whatever her fucking name is. Makima. Makima. Yeah. Versus uh, with uh, power. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it shows how like with power, you know, it was like in a dim lit bathroom. It was kind of like whatever to the both of them. Well, him and power have a more like sibling bond, though. Well, so I mean, I'm gonna get into that, but. You know, he gropes her boobs, and he's kind of just, like, disappointed how with, like, oh, well, okay, well, I groped the boob. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but then you get to the Mamakima, and, you know, or Mamaki, whatever her fucking name is, and <laughs> she's fucking standing over him. She's fucking um, in control the whole time. Mm-hmm. She's directing him. You know, literally, like, the power dy- dynamic is, like, showing how different it is between um, uh, the relationship of Denji with uh, power and... Yep. And, and her. You oh, know? I agree. And man, it's, it's you know, she's like, he bites his fingers and he just says, close your eyes, you know, so that, and just memorize this pressure so no matter what, you know it's me. Yeah, dude. And that I'm shit like, was crazy. How, and then she's all like, intimacy gets better when you know, the better you know a person and blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, and he's just like, or she's just like, you know, it's even better when you just know every little feature about them. Yeah. You know, the pressure of my bite, what their ears feel like. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, okay, so spoiler, whenever I found out that she was the control devil, mm-hmm. I was like, holy fuck. I, was, I mean, I knew, I, I definitely knew she wasn't human, you know? Yeah, and I mean, even early on in the <clears throat> anime when she gets shot yeah. in the train at first and then she kills all those guys somehow. Yeah. And she just comes out of the train just like, I'm the only survivor. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because that was weird to me. I was like, okay. I was like, well, maybe they're using, like, doppelgangers, or maybe they have a contract with a certain devil. But I was like, why was it only her? Like, you know, mm-hmm. wouldn't they all be, like, regarded in the same, uh, under the same contracts to be protected and shit? So whenever I saw her be the only one, I'm like, there's something a little bit off about that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I did enjoy, you know, again, big spoilers. But, like... 
Aki becoming the gun fiend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then power being like, oh, that's Aki at the door, you know, because that's his scent. And then Denji being like, but that doesn't feel like Aki. You know what I mean? And yeah. then essentially Denji having to kill his best friend and shit like that. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, God damn. And basically, uh, Makima being like, oh, I just had to build you up and tear you back down. So, you know, the, uh, the, you could give all yourself into the chainsaw man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, it's a cool concept, but the thing about it is, cause you know, you said that power and Denji have a more brother sister dynamic. Yeah. So have you ever heard of the, um, uh, manga, um, fire punch? It's, it's by the same uh, writer. No, I haven't. So essentially, whenever he presented to this anime to Shonen Jump, he just wrote on the board, incest cannibalism. Ow, bitch. Damn. Incest cannibalism. Yeah. Right? Um, <clears throat> Jesus. And uh, <laughs> apparently, this, sh- this manga is about two siblings that were born um, essentially with the power of immortality. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and everyone in this world is born with different powers, you know, that are like, uh, just, you know, they just have different, you know, they're different powers or whatever. So anyway, they live in this little snow village, right? Where it's very scarce of food. So if you're immortal and your limbs regrow and there's not a lot of food and there's harsh winters, what would you do? As someone who's immortal to keep, you know, your village thriving and alive. Mm-hmm. You start feeding them your body parts. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So then someone from the government comes down and realizes what's going on. And he's like, oh, shit, this is like an act against God. So he fucking torches everybody. Right? And his power is a flame that never extinguishes. Right? So then he burns the main character of Fire Punch. And what's his what's his power? Regeneration slash immortality, right? So essentially this fucker is burning forever. And he's feeling every bit of it. And then his then, you know, his sister had the same power, I guess, but it was weaker. So she does end up dying, unlike him who endures it. And gets stronger and shit, right? And then learns to live, walk with it, and do all this other shit. <clears throat> well, you watch this character basically just suffer and suffer and suffer throughout the whole series. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, and I was like, holy fuck. I mean, you know, some people are like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's kind of stupid. But, like, thematically, dude, like, depend. I haven't read the story. But thematically, that shit sounds fucking like, you know, a, a, something that's golden, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. That that dude, this this dude that made a chainsaw man, dude. I re- I'm really enjoying his writing style, quirkiness, funny. You know, it kind of reminds me of like a edgy Yoda. Yeah. You know, not Yoda, Oda. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah. Yeah, you know, um, you know, one thing that I really a little, I mean, one feature about Makima that I really like though. What is it? Is and I feel like in some ways too it. It kind of gives her away, in a sense. Yeah. Is her eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like her fucking just the way that red swirl pattern mm-hmm. does it that it has in it that's and, just common with like hypnosis. Yeah. Basically. Yes. Dude. Oh shit. That's that's a good observation. Well, I did you not know think what I'm about saying? that. Like, because you ever you ever think about okay, you'll see some of these um these three dimensional images or whatever. Yes. Um, uh, especially it'll be like the swirl, the spinning, the spinning swirls or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, or it'd just be like some weird looking shit you would see in a psychologist lab or something like that. Yeah. And. I'm just, I, I just, to me, bro, that's just what I associate that with, you know, especially with her being the control devil and all of that stuff, you know, and you know, what's another, you know, what I think is crazy about it is what if, okay, you know how we're seeing how she manipulates Denji throughout the series, right? Yes, we do. So what if she's obviously controlling him? She's in control just about every time, every situation, but... Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because of more her speech and her rhetoric is just so compelling yeah. that it's like she never really forces anyone to follow her <clears throat> or to do her bidding. It's just they, they do it on their own will yeah, just to be closer to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's this scene whenever uh, Denji's fighting her and then uh, Power comes to help him. And then Power's surprised that she can deny her, right? Mm-hmm. But the only way that um, Makima's power works properly is if she looks down on you, right? She has to see, you have to see beneath her. So if in any one of those moments she questions her, um, what's, that, what's the term? Maybe when you're better than someone? Um, superior? Yeah, her superiority to that person, yeah. then the power lacks authority. I did not know that. That that's interesting. Yes, that's cool. Dude, a, a lot of these new mangas are coming up with cool powers and cool ways to explain them in the world. Yeah, like the whole devil, devil contracts, devil hearts are cool as fucking chainsaw man. Mm-hmm. Um, quirks or whatever. It's just like oh, okay, superheroes. Um, can't think of anything else. Anything new, at least. Oh, on that, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, speaking of that, like, we're, you know, we, um, man, that's crazy how, especially myself and, or, and, well, just both of us, how much, like, Japanese media we consume. Yeah. And stuff just on a weekly, bro, because, like, I've been watching shit, you know, I told you I was watching, this is more of the World War Two stuff. Yeah. I was watching, um, you know, that show, The Pacific. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen Hacksaw Ridge? Yeah, with, um... Andrew Garfield? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Jennifer put me on. Dude, I forgot that dude was fucking Andrew Garfield. He was in it. Um, Sam Worthington's in it, too. Who said name him from another? Um, He's a guy. He's Jake from Avatar. Blue People. No, I never watched Avatar. You, I thought you saw it before. Yeah. Oh, well, he... He's an Australian actor, bro. He's been in a lot of fucking different films. Name one then, Will. Okay. Um, he was in fucking Avatar. He was in fucking Clash of the Titans. Oh, okay. I know who he is in. Yeah. Yeah. Um Kinda like looks said, like Spartacus. In, huh? Kinda looks like Spartacus, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, dude, he, he's he's a really good actor though too, though. But I forgot he was in Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Um and he I, you carries know, I think all kinda... those fuckers off the ledge, bro. Never picks up a gun. 
dude, honestly, uh, I'll get into that later, but fucking... What a fucking cuck. Um, Letters from Iwo Jima, that was a really good movie. So. Okay, so, but that was the perspective of the Japanese, right? You mm-hmm. were telling me? That's the only one of those movies that is from the Japanese perspective, though. Was it made by them or U.S.? No, it's it was made by you. It was um who fucking directed that shit? Clint Eastwood. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. But no, dude, dude, it's so like um like what's so interesting about it is not just because <clears throat> it's from their perspective, but it's just you know throughout the whole war, um, um, you know, Japan in general was kind of really demonized. Yeah. The American troops, which I get why, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, really, it just kind of goes to show that at the end of the day, a lot of them were just regular people too that didn't want to be there. Well, and and Japanese or German? Japanese. Yeah. And even um, cause like, dude, what what makes it so good though is not even just the sole fact that it's focusing on the battle itself. Yeah. But just the characters in it. So, like the fucking. Like the general that's in charge of the de- the defense, yeah, that dude before the war he had lived in America. Oh, the Japanese dude, the general, yeah, he had lived in America and studied in America. Yeah, so he knew English. Oh yeah, yeah, it was him. So it wasn't just him. Um, he had lived there and stuff. There was another commander that he was with that had lived in America. Who had participated in the um I wanna say I wanna say it was the nineteen thirty two Olympics or something. Yeah. I think but he but he um he was a fucking horse racer or some shit. One of the other Dude, commanders. It's crazy to me to think about how there is video of Hitler at the Olympics. Yeah, I know, I know. But, like, fucking, but, dude, like, fucking, like, both of those dudes, like, they spoke English and shit, too, and they knew, um, like, they weren't just, um, they weren't, like, a lot of those Japanese commanders that were just, like, really just cr- kind of crazy and overzealous. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, you know, like, fucking the only way, the only way for honor is suicide, you know? Like, all all that kind of. What's, uh, what's, uh, when you do it with the sword, what's that shit called? Sepoku, I think. Sepoku, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because all those motherfuckers were just thinking like, oh, you know, like, I'll f- fucking commit suicide and take out as many Americans as you can yep. before that. With you know? no virgins, like, at the end of that. I, I don't know if they did it for virgins or no, not. I mean, it was more for fucking honor. It's more of a Muslim bombing joke. I know. I don't know, motherfucker. But, um. You were supposed to laugh then, bitch. Did you not see my grin? <laughs> oh great. I'm sure everybody listening did too. Well now they know. <laughs> um but anyways, bro, it was funny cuz like even like some of the fucking um there was kind of one guy that it was focusing on the most and he's just a fucking grunt. Yeah. And and what's so funny is like they're there, they're like digging trenches and shit and they're just doing typical grunt shit or just bitching about like, you know, what the fuck am I doing this? Like this shit sucks. I just want to fucking go home. Yeah. And that dude, that dude, what else is great about him is what? No, no, go, I'm listening. Oh, what what else is great about him, too, is you know what that dude was back home in Japan? A farmer. No, he's a fucking baker. What the fuck? And he was bitching about, 
So he was bitching about to his friends like how fucking he's like, yeah, even when I was baking and we started baking cakes and sandwiches and shit, he's like the fucking government came in demanding like their share of it for the war effort. Yeah. And then he goes, he goes, and then even after that, later on, they take all of our fucking equipment, uh, all of our baking equipment and shit because they need the steel. Yeah. For the war effort and stuff. To make bullets. Yeah. And then, dude, what's basically, what's fucked up is, like, his wife was pregnant, though, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, how are they really going to bake shit anymore without that stuff? And it's like, his kid was born, and he hadn't even met his kid yet. And, dude, um... And there was, um... Anyways, bro, that dude was so fucking lucky, though, because there was, like, throughout that movie, there was, like, there was three times where this dude should have fucking died, and... That one general that I was telling you about, yeah, had either directly or inadvertently saved him from it every time by and not like sending it, him or within the battle. What's that? Like he saved them by not sending him or like in the middle so, of the so battle. The third time, because third time, third time's a charge, right? They realize they've lost by then, and they basically lead one final attack, um, to try to you know just basically kill as many Marines as they can. And yeah, by this time, he's kind of developed a somewhat like relationship with that guy. And he tells him, hey, I'm about to save you for the last time because they're in the caves. Yeah, he's getting ready to lead the final attack. And he tells, oh, boy, I want you to stay behind here and burn all these fucking documents. Oh, fuck. All these classified documents and stuff. The second time he had saved him was um, that guy and some of his friends. They had retreated. Because their um the position they were holding had been overrun, uh-huh, and they had gone back to retreat, yeah, as ordered, yeah, but um, there's this one fucking crazy ass officer that was um calling them a coward and shit for trying to retreat and stuff, and the dude was gonna cut their fucking heads off, some real real Japanese katana shit, yeah, and then yeah, and the general goes like he's he says, do you really have enough men?" The fight to be cutting motherfuckers' heads off like that and shit. And, dude, you know what was, like... Here's what I think was his most saving grace, though. Towards the end of the... Towards the end of the... Almost the end of the battle. Him and his friend are like, fuck it. Like, I'm over this shit. We're gonna go surrender to the Americans. So, they go to surrender and they... (laughs) They were just gonna say, basically, oh, hey, um... And these dudes know English, right? Or no, this? they don't know English. Oh, but one of the generals, the general that saved them is the one that studied in the U.S. or what? Yeah. Okay. There were two two of their commanders that studied in the U.S. Yeah. But, um, and let me tell you what was the saving grace about this is, like I said, him and his fr- couple of his friends, um, they're going to go surrender. And they try to fake like they got diarrhea. Yeah. And they get caught, right? Yeah. But one of the guys goes... He goes, hey, I know you don't have fucking diarrhea. He's like, you're just going to go surrender, aren't you? Yeah. And he's like, take me with you. And they just say, all right. So they end up getting caught. Uh-huh. Um, they end up getting caught. And for some reason, I forgot why, but old Baker boy there, um, he didn't go with them at first. Like, he was going to go next or after them Yeah, is what it was. And those two dudes end up getting caught, and one of them gets shot. As they're trying to escape. Yeah. And the other guy manages to make it. So 
what happens is they go and they surrender to the Marines. And um, what happens is the Marines are there, right? And they, they've got that one guy. And they already have another Japanese prisoner they caught, too. Yeah. So um, the squad leader's like, hey, we're going to fucking move out. And he leaves two guys behind to watch the prisoners. Yeah. So, mind you, um, you got two prisoners, and those two dudes think they're fucking safe because they surrendered. But after a couple of hours, basically, you've got two fucking Marines that are just bored out of their fucking minds. And they're scoping and, people? What's that? They're scoping people? And they're, yeah. And they're like, hey, like, they're like, I'm kind of getting fucking tired of babysitting these guys. Basically. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and, and they're just saying, like, we want to go back and join the fucking fight or whatever. Yeah. And and uh, the guy's just thinking, but yeah, but, like, we're stuck with these fucking prisoners or whatever. What do we do? Mm-hmm. And the one dude, um, he's just fucking country boy or whatever. Go figure. And he's Let's like, kill him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I know what to do. He's like, yeah, bro, okay. yeah let's bro, just bro, get bro, the guns I mean, and let's fucking, shoot him in the face, man. And he fucking, bro, he smokes both of those prisoners. Oh, are you, so he does? That's a fucking war crime, dude. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, though, like, he smoked both of those fucking dudes. And that just shows the duality on both sides, how, you know, there were fuck faces in the U.S. and fuck faces in the Yeah, yeah, Japanese. but I mean, those two dudes were just two fucking bored grunts, basically. <sighs> Goddamn. And what happens is, um, later, yeah, later on, some of the the Japanese are kind of, like, on patrol. Yeah. And they come across those two bodies. On there, and mm-hmm. mind you, who's a part of the patrol? It's the baker, the baker dude. Yeah, too, right? And one of the officers sees the bodies, and he goes, "Hey, like, this is what's gonna fucking happen for anyone that thinks about surrendering." Fuck. But the point is, is it was so it was the baker dude's idea to surrender in the first place. Yeah, and those guys just went forward because that would have been him. Yep. Too, if he had surrendered. Like that, you He's know. Like, what I'm man, saying? they got Cheech and Chong. Y'all see what they're gonna do to y'all? Y'all gonna be long and gone if y'all fucking go to the U.S., man. Cheech and Chong, y'all gonna be long and gone, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Um. But. But yeah, dude, and and there was like um. There's another fucked up part about on that movie too is so they had this one guy come yeah to them earlier, who was, I forgot what the term was, but basically he was a uh, he was an officer washout. Is what it what What's he was, that mean? and they thought at first like, okay, this dude's a fucking. Um, they thought he was an officer still uh-huh. at first, and they thought like, okay, this dude's a fucking. He's here to spy on us, you know. Report any. Report any talks of desertion, what the fuck ever, you know. That like they thought this dude was fucking down with the emperor like yeah. that and shit, and then. And then later on. Um, they're asking, they end up asking me about it and they say, you know, like what the fuck happened? Like, why are you here basically? Mm-hmm. And he said that, um, yeah, he's like, I was, I was going to be an officer, but I ended up getting fucking kicked out and like, it was like a really great shame for his family and shit basically. Yeah. And the reason why that happened was we're, we're rewinding back in time here. Yes, sir. So he's in some fucking town. Um, and he's making rounds with some commanding officer of his or whatever, at, and it's at night, mind you. Yeah. And they stop by this family's house, and they knock on the door to inquire why they don't have 
the uh, Japanese flag like hanging outside their house. And it's just a bunch of women living there at this point, right? Yeah. And they say, hey, like, none of us are tall enough. Like, our husbands, all the men are gone at war right now. Mm-hmm. We don't have anyone tall enough to put the flag up. Yeah. And they have a dog at the house, too. Yeah. The dog's fucking barking its ass off through the front gate or whatever. And this fucking dickhead captain sees the dog. And you know what he says? He says... Cook it. He says, oh, hey, this dog is... uh." This dog is being too noisy. He's disrupting army communications. He can feed like 50 people. Yeah. Like it's just a fucking dog being a dog. Yeah. Basically. So he tells, um, he tells, oh boy, hey, go fucking kill that dog or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, and he's like, well, okay, you know, and then he goes, um, he goes in the house to the backyard and stuff and. He ends up changing his mind last minute about killing the dog. Yeah. And he shoots his gun in the air. Yeah. To, you know, make it look like he did. And he tells him, he tells him like, hey, don't ever fucking let this dog outside again. Yeah. Basically. And he leaves. And then he's, his captain's waiting for him outside and stuff. And then he's like, yeah, I fucking did it. And they walk off. And just as they walk off, you know what fucking happened? The dog barks. That fucking dog barks. And did you just see the look on this dude's face like, and that fucking captain goes back into the house, dude, and just shoots the dog, then comes back and beats the shit out of him for not shooting the dog. Jesus, dude. And he's just like, and he's using it under pretext of like, oh, how can I expect you to kill the enemy when you can't even shoot a fucking dog? You know, and then he just, he gets kicked out of it. Yeah. And all of that stuff. So, um. Dude, um. You know what's one of the most fucked up videos I've ever seen? What? The Chinese uh, trade for like um, pelts or like just um, animal meat. Oh, yeah. Like the way they, they like, it, I mean, I saw it like back in high school, but the way they fucking just beat and strike fear in animals before they kill them. Like I literally saw them. They skinned, uh, I think it was like a raccoon or something alive. The Chinese, dude? Yeah, because supposedly the belief goes that if the animal dies with fear, that the meat tastes better. Dude, that's like some fucking, um, that's some fucking Pennywise shit from It. Yeah, dude, I was deal. like, what the fuck? When I first saw it, and I was like, that's a fucking dog. I'm like, what in the hell, dude? Saw it on Reddit? Well, this was years ago, uh, probably something else. I forget what websites they were back in the day. Like, back in, like, ninth and 10th grade. Dude, Dude, the Chinese are fucking crazy, bro. As fuck, dude. I don't know. They get like they have. They're very creative with their ideas. They're a little bit too creative, bro. <laughs> dude, I saw um. Like they just butcher shit and try to make it as miserable as possible while it's for happening. Whoever just got to deal with it. Dude, I watched the old the other day. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? The old. Just old. No. So it's about like uh, basically a group. It's like three different, three or four different families. They get stranded on this beach where yeah. you start rate or um, aging rapidly. Okay. Right. So a six, um, a six and a seven year old, or no, a six and a nine year old go from being six and nine to seventeen and eighteen after a couple of hours, and then fifty after like a whole day. 
um and then you see how like the parents slowly start deteriorating how the father starts losing his sight how the mother starts losing hearing in one ear and just you know different shit like that and i'm like man bro i hope my parents make it to a healthy age where they're like still good and um you you know what i mean like it, it just gave me a little bit of anxiety for the future even for myself because like you see the dad like his eyesight go bad like just from one second to another and i'm like dude my eyesight's already bad now like could i like how is it gonna be when i'm 50 you know i started thinking about shit like that and i'm like holy fuck oh god yeah that's that's a fair point bro i was like i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do but anyway i watched the movie that night then i got home and i had anxiety the entire night oh yeah hell yeah bro but yeah bitch bro you know what fucking dude i'm trying to think how to like fucking put this okay for some reason have you ever noticed that dogs have some really thick ass fucking heads bro yeah i mean like like dude have you ever had a dog because i've had his like this bitch did it to me the other day yeah like have you ever had a dog just like run into your knee or dude just hit bone to bone i've had a dog skull. slam me in the chest you remember la gringa mm-hmm. when we lived in georgia and she was still young and fast and crazy one day she got out and my dad taught her for some reason taught her that whenever we drop to our knees that she runs to us at full speed yeah right y'all brought that bitch from georgia yeah so, i didn't know that so um she would get out in georgia and for us to catch her i'd have to drop down on my knees yeah. I spread my arms wide open and wait for her to literally tackle me in the chest. Peak pit bull physique, dude. Oh yeah, she was a pity, huh? Yeah, she was the best little puppy, dude. Like she knew she she was a good doggo to the very end. What did she run off? No, we put her down. She started losing uh like uh what like recognition of who people were. Really? She bit my dad. She didn't bite like she bit his boot, you know, like and wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. He was wearing it, so he was like, "Well, it looks like it's about that time." But yeah, she was a really smart. While well, she was good, she was a really good puppy. She would listen. I could leave the gate open; she wouldn't get out. You know, she was just a good dog. Did I tell you about that time she bit me? Yeah, uh, you're probably fucking with her though. No, uh, well, so here's what happened: is we had to drop something off at your house one day. I think is what it was, and y'all weren't there. Um, yeah. And, well, anyways, Gringo was in the backyard, and I was there, and she wasn't really barking at me or anything, because she knew who the fuck I was. Yeah, she met you before. I guess. And, um, anyways, like, she was jumping on the fence like she wanted me to pet her or whatever. So I go on there, and, uh, I pet her. (laughs) I start petting her. And she goes, wow. Yeah, but, but, but like, dude, it's like, you know, I was petting her for a while, and she just acted like she was loving it, you know? Like, I was fucking stroking her head and all that shit. Yeah. And, dude, she just, like, locked on to my hand yeah. all of a sudden, like, right here yeah. or whatnot. And she just locked on to it, though. And for some reason, bro, I knew. I knew if I fucking screamed or if I tried to, like, if I tried to, if I was, like, over-animated and trying to, like, fucking pull it out of her mouth or whatever, she'd probably tear my fucking hand off. Yeah. So I was just there, I was like, the whole time, and I'm just slowly raising my hand up on there. And she ends up letting go. 
uh, thankfully, and it wasn't really that bad. Yeah, as I thought it would be, anyways. But I mean, still, that shit fucking hurt. Yeah, though, dude. Bro. She she gave me a couple. She did me one time too, but I was trying to calm her down from like one of our neighbors fucking with her because he Ugh. loved pissing her off for some reason. Really? So like, I was trying to calm her down, and she like nicked me. And then when she realized it was me, she got all sad and ran back into the house. And I was like, oh, poor puppy. Bro, fucking Mia's bit me a couple of times. I sure, she, I'm telling you she fucking bit me when I was playing with her a while ago with the fucking dildo you bought her. <laughs> well, she she's bit me at work, though. You you fucking got her a dildo baggins. No, fucking, it's a dog. <laughs> you could probably use it as a dildo, though. Yeah, you could. What, you think my asshole's small enough? I think it's, yeah. I do. Well, you know the asshole can expand, apparently. Uh, that's what it's meant for whenever you shit, so. I would but, think. I mean, it can expand more. You a freak, Will. Hey, did you know apparently you can fill up a bathtub with red, red wine, soak in it, and you'll get super fucked up? Just from soaking in it? Yeah, because it gets in your butthole. You're, like, digesting oh. <laughs> it in a different way. <coughs> it gets I you super fucking that. lit, bro. Dude, well, apparently, like, you know, if you can fucking, if you ingested alcohol through your butthole, you'd get drunk faster. Dude, there's this video on Reddit about this man who secretly behind his family's back, he likes to stick shit up his ass. Mm -hmm. He's stuck in a jar. Like, imagine a honey jar. A jar? Yeah, and then on the way out, it broke. But he was sitting there for like 10 minutes in the video pulling shards out his asshole. I think I remember hearing about that. <clears throat> there were so many fucking dark and ugly videos back when we were in high school. Jeez. I, what do you think just goes through someone's fucking head where they're just like, I'm going to put a jar at my asshole and film it. A fucking freaky motherfucker, bro. I mean, come on now. <sighs> like, fuck, bro. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same mentality as you being like, I'm going to record myself smashing on this girl. I mean... With her permission, though. You know, I think there's actually a mental condition for that, though. What, sticking stuff up your ass? Yeah. Like, I think that is classified as an actual fucking mental condition, bro. How? I I just remember seeing it on a show it's, one time. Did you ever see the show? It's called um, Down, Down Sodomize. <laughs> no, um, did you ever see the show? It was called Mansers. Uh, yeah, I remember Mansers. Dude, that show was the fucking shit back Dude, then. Dude, Mansers, A Thousand Ways to Die. Fuck, what else Dude. was it? I mean, dude, you remember fucking Spike? Yeah, I mean, Spike had a hella good shit whenever they were, um, when they were airing back in my day, you know what I mean? Fucking crazy motherfuckers sacrificing people. It'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude, dude, Spike was the fucking shit back Spike in Spike was the man's channel back in the day. It was a man's channel. Yeah, it was a man's channel. Like, that shit would not happen today anymore, though. <laughs> More than likely. In There's the no fucking way it would, dude. And, dude, Mansers would, like, they would talk about all these topics that were... Kind of taboo at the time? Not even taboo. It, it's just, it was just fucking stupid and didn't really matter. But it was just kind of those things that, like, you would just wonder. Like, oh, what would happen? Mm -hmm. What would happen if I did this? Or Dude, I still remember this, this one, A Thousand Ways to Die, where a guy robs a gas station, then steals a hot dog on the way out, and starts choking on the hot dog as he's running away with the money. <laughs> what? And dies. Really, or the 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 couple that were fucking in the desert and didn't fucking um nail their coffin down or their coffin. Oh my god, they didn't nail their tent down, and uh the winds picked them up and sent them flying, bruh. I don't remember that one. 
I remember the one, um, there's this girl, <laughs> dude, she ended up, uh, it was a, it's actually kind of gruesome, is like, she, um, she had ended up growing, she grew, like, this huge cucumber, dude, <laughs> okay. in her fucking vegetable garden, I mean, <clears throat> like, dude, it was at least 12 inches, yeah, or more, and, she just, she grew that shit and just, like, was just thinking to herself one day, like, I can use this as a fucking dildo. Oh, my God. And she ended up, like, <clears throat> she used the cucumber on herself, bro, <clears throat> and ended up, like, rupturing something. I remember that. I think I remember that video. <clears throat> Inside. I don't she, remember her growing the actual cucumber. She bled to death. But I do remember watching a video about a chick who fucking slid or did something to her. Bro, bro, capucci. and there's this one, um, there's a some chick, bro. Um, she had this other fucking mental condition, yeah, or whatnot, to where she, uh, basically she had an addiction to eating dirt. Oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. And like, dude, she was eating fucking. What I think what ended up doing her in uh-huh. was she would sneak into her neighbor's garden <laughs> and eat dirt from it. You mean mulch at this point? Or mulch, yeah. And like, but you know what the thing was. Was her neighbors were using their own shit to fertilize it. What the fuck? Dude, yeah. And like, and like, yeah, bro, like she fucking, I forgot how she died, but it was just from like, it's from a multitude of things from like fucking, you know, bacteria and just like poisoning and all of that shit. And it's not like, um, it, it wasn't like, okay, you know, just, you might eat a handful of dirt just one time. Or every now and then. Yeah. Like, she was doing that shit, like, on a daily basis. Have you so. seen the girl that eats, like, bed mattresses and shit? What the fuck? Yeah, they have, like, all, like TLC has a bunch of crazy people on there, dude, for real. Bro, there was apparently this one guy, he was this French guy. Um, yeah. He had the world record um, for eating a whole airplane. What the fuck? How do you do that? I don't know, bro, because this fucking guy... Like basically, dude, he he would he could eat metal and digest and it, shit like that. Yeah, and and they were saying apparently the reason he could do that was because he had like he had some ridiculously strong stomach acid. I think I remember hearing you or hear, seeing about that because it was this the same dude that would eat rocks and shit. I think so, but he he ended up dying. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it took him. Um, Man, bro, it took him 10 years or some shit to eat this fucking plane, and it wasn't like a big plane or anything. So was he just shaped like a plane for the rest of his life or something? Was he shaped like a plane? Yeah. No. Because he, I mean, I mean, he, he, he was a big-ass dude, though. Jesus, dude. Imagine eating a plane. Like, imagine eating a plane made out of any random thing. Yeah, he fucking did it, though, <clears throat> somehow, though, bro. But yeah, did you not know about, like, there's been hella fucking car break-ins here in Memphis? Uh... No, not really, bro, to be honest. Yeah, dude, it's been fucking bad. Like, they've been... They've been... <laughs> Yo, just turn that off, bro. Like, legit, Um, I've been thinking, like, dude, if I... Like, it's at the point to where, like, if you find someone breaking into your shit, just, bro, unload that clip on them, bro. Because for one, majority of the video shows that they all have weapons, you know? That would make sense. So I'm like, bro, and and it's like literally, dude. Like they, like the video at TJ Mulligan, like they start. It's two chargers, it's two blue, it's two blue Dodge chargers, or well, one of them's blue. I, I didn't see the color of the other one, 
and they're just fucking dude running up to these different cars you know just cracking the windows checking the glove compartment and you know taking that shit the because that's they got liz like that dude at the gym uh over here on poplar wait what the fuck they got liz yeah dude they fucking broke into her charger they break your windows out they broke one went her back window out yeah they took her wallet her nurse id and like her driver's license and all this other shit. Why would they take that, though? They're just taking a wallet to see if they find money in it. Man. Bro, these dudes are so fucking stupid, bro. Yeah, that shit's... It's, it's, it's legitimately... Like, save me the... Like, literally people post on Facebook like, Yo, stop breaking into people's shit. We're not leaving anything in there anymore. You know? It's like you guys are just literally making us waste money. Yeah, for, like, no really good reason, bro. Like, fucking... I, Dude, I, I just feel like there's probably some other ways they could find to make money instead of just fucking. You're just making people pay more money for a window at this point. Yep, and Liz had to pay like two fifty for her window or, so, or something like that. Yeah, windows aren't fucking cheap. Yeah, that shit was. I was like, God damn. But they took her wallet. Yeah, they took her wallet and shit. We went downtown with her, and they didn't let her into certain places because she had the paper ID. <laughs> really? And she was like, "It's not my fault. I got broken into." And I'm like, "Fuck." Did she get her stuff back? No. She didn't. Dude, um But yeah, dude, like um they just they've just been uh, they've been going nuts lately. It's it's legitimately crazy. I do you think do you think like it's getting worse? <clears throat> I just think they're as, getting bold as far as crime in general or what what what's your take on it? Cuz you've been here a lot longer than me. Oh, no, it's definitely gotten worse. Yeah. It's definitely gotten worse. Like dude, dude, I saw something um I don't know how much like crime related it was necessarily, but um, yeah, like the mayor or the governor or someone was saying like they're worried about like losing downtown Memphis, losing it how? Like just people don't want to come there anymore. Like business and commerce isn't what it used to be, and they were saying with any city, it's like if you lose your downtown to a city, you lose your city. Like from an economic standpoint. Dude, um, the thing is, is there have been so many shootouts downtown, like on specifically on Beale. And like, you know, we've even been um, when we go downtown and we go in these clubs, they're not patting. Like, well, some days they're not patting you down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, it's easy if you wanted to, to just sneak your fucking pistol in there and just be with your pistol in the club, basically, you know? And the way some people roll, you know, they're fucking stupid or bold enough to do some shit like that, you know? Yeah, well, dude, I remember, like, going to clubs in San Antonio and shit, bro, and I don't ever remember getting patted down or anything. See, but the thing that they used to do here in Memphis, though, is the police used to uh, barricade Beale, right? Mm -hmm. And as you were walking into Beale, they used to, like, scan your ID. Really? Yeah, they used to scan your ID to make sure it was, like, you know, a real driver's license or whatever. And then, um, or that's, this is once they put the barcode on your, uh, yeah. our driver's license. Yeah. But, uh, so once you got into Beale, like any bar would serve you cause you know, they all assumed that you were over 21. Yeah. That you were fucking vetted already. Basically. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. But we went this last weekend and literally there's the cop activity is very low. Um, that's dude. It's so bad. Even the cops don't want to fucking be there. Well, it's not even that. It's just like there's not enough people to really patrol. Like it was kind of dead. Like the club was full, but dude, back in the day, bro, you would walk down Beale and Beale would be packed, like with different people. 
Dude, I, well, I remember that too, even when I was like younger and shit. I'm not gonna lie, I've had a lot of fun downtown. Like, it's a lot of fun. Cause, like, I mean, I think they're even kind of losing like the whole Memphis in May uh, aspect thing to things. You know what I mean? And, you know, Memphis mm-hmm. May, May is, has always been a big thing for us. Cause, you know, we always get like these big artists that come. You know, we've had, <coughs> we've had like fucking, like everyone from like fucking Good Charlotte to, fucking little wayne and mm-hmm. wiz khalifa you know just i think we've had everybody but drake on that bitch yeah bro that's fucking crazy though like i mean i mean even dude for me at some point like i would like to probably move or leave memphis at some point you See, know because it's like for me i never really thought i would be coming back here i'm not gonna say that um i really like memphis yeah, I, I really look because like that's just the bad side of things. Right. But when you look at it on the good side, like the community, like the communal side of Memphis is like very wholesome. You know, <clears throat> you can find these small mom and pop shops that help you out. And, mm-hmm. you know, like it just depends, you know, the situation. But as yeah. as far as 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 things go. Like, the whole Bluff City thing and, like, you know, you know, Memphis Grit and all this other shit. Like, it's very much, like, it's very much, like, an attitude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it carries over. Like, it's very, it's very much a community. And you feel it. You feel the love. Like, when you go to, like, a Liberty Bowl game, you know, for the, um, for the Tigers and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel that shit, dude. Like, you feel the love. Like, you know, it's not just, like, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, yeah. Well. Well, for me, man, it's like, you know, this isn't me trying to talk down about Memphis or anything like that, but it's just, so, from my perspective, bro, is, I've been and lived in a lot of other different places before, you know, like, whether it be here in America itself, or living overseas, whatever, and yeah, it's just... It's just, bro, to me, it's just, I know the world is so much bigger than just staying in Memphis, you know, which, I mean, I get it, you know, you you could say, you could probably say that about wherever you fucking are in the U.S. or just anywhere in general, you know, but for, for me, someone that was almost born and raised here, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just, I just can't really see myself potentially spending the rest of my life here well you know see i could see it being my home but i would definitely want to um branch out to different places yeah you know um <clears throat> i do because i mean i just do have a lot of love for memphis i mean and you know yeah like we can say that but the, the thing about memphis is it's still a small city that's trying to boom you know what i mean so yeah but i mean it's it, it, it's really its own people its own people are the ones holding it back though in a way in a way yes and in a way no because like the 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 benefits of it still being a smaller city is you can make connections with important people quicker so the opportunity is here to grow a business you know Mm -hmm. compared to a city like atlanta san antonio dallas you know um new york where they're you know massive being the bottom to the top is fucking we're talking a lot of millions of dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's the thing here. It's a, it's a booming city that's still growing, still expanding. 
new businesses opening, you know, literally like, um, like look at a Huey's dude. Like, you know, Huey's is a Memphis based restaurant and it's, I mean, as far as I know, it's been blowing up. It's been branching out to like, you know, Mississippi and shit like that. Right. Um, I don't know. I just, I fuck with Memphis, bro. That's all I got to say. I've lived in Georgia too. I lived in Atlanta, but it's so big that basically only your neighborhood is your neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I've heard that Atlanta traffic is fucking terrible. Dude, dude. it's worse than New York. It's the worst traffic in the United States. Is it really? Yeah. It's the worst traffic in the U.S. But I was about to bring up. So you remember when I went to go visit you in um, San Antonio? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, this is just to make a point. Like, the guy that I stayed, where I stayed at the hotel, I asked him what team he was rooting for. And you were in, well, you were in San Antonio. And I forget what the team close to there is or whatever. But he basically goes, he's like, here in Texas, he's like, we so big, whatever city you're from, is that's what you rep, and he's like, and it's fucked everyone else. You see what I mean? Really? So I was just like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't know. I would tell you this though, if you mixed more into the community, which I will say it's kind of bullshit because like, look, we went to the club this last weekend. Yeah, bro. Um, some bitches try to fight. Um. Some bitch, some bitch tried to fight Jennifer while we were walking to the bathroom. Oh, you were with Jennifer? Yeah, yeah, it was me, Jennifer, uh, Liz. Like we all went out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some like we're walking to the bathroom, and you know we just walk in, and this bitch pushes Jennifer, and then her friends like tries to snatch her hair, but not fucking like, I like clipped her hand in the air before I reached her, and I'm like, yo, chill the fuck out, bro. We just walking, and security was on their ass like that, bro. They fucking got there quick, and they like, what's going on? I'm like, yo, bro, like we just walking to the bathroom. I'm like, these hoes tripping. I'm like, I don't know what they're fucking for, for no is. fucking reason. Yeah, for no fucking reason, right? So then, uh, that happens, and then, um, we come back, and then these other girls are arguing with security, and they're about to get kicked out. And this one of the bitches throws a cup, bro. She threw it in our direction, smacks Jennifer on the forehead, and then splashes my cousin Giovanna and Liz with water. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and we're just like, what the fuck? But, I mean, as this is happening, the security guards are already, like, carrying them out. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. they threw, they the cups were for, were thrown at the security, but one of them, you know, went over him and hit us, essentially. And around, like, 3 or 3.30, dude, we were like, you know what, bro? It's enough. Let's go ahead and go back. You know, let's, let's fucking, um, let's just go home. You know, they're getting, the, the later it gets in the night, the higher the animosity, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, people have had time to be fucking drinking it up yeah. by then and yep. whatever else, so I can see that. So we get back to the car, dude. Some motherfucker done did a donut in the fucking parking lot and then smacked my godbrother's truck. So we had to wait there for an hour for a cop to show up so we could make a fucking insurance claim and all this other yeah, shit. And I was just yeah. like, oh, my fucking God, dude. Yeah, fuck, bro. That's That's why I don't want to bring my truck down. I know, no. but it, see, we parked. I mean, we we paid for parking in, like, there's a parking like a. De- it's always been decent though. Like, I don't know what the fuck, but anyway, um, mm-hmm. the parking garage next next to um, fuck, what's it called? Uh, blah Silly Goose. They are pretty good about you know keeping their cars under lock, but um, 
we were like in an open space and some fucking dumbass decided to do a donut that doesn't know how to fucking do donuts and smack the car. Yeah, that's the fucking <clears throat> issue though, bro. Cause like, I mean, fuck. I was just like, oh my fucking god. And then we were like, um, like my, my godbrother Arturo goes, he's like, bro, at least we weren't fucking them. And he points at another car and they had their window smashed in. And I was like, oh my god, dude. Oh yeah, fuck, fuck that, bro. I'm not parking my truck down there now. Just Uber, will. That's what Frankie did. We left his car in Midtown, mm-hmm. and we just Ubered downtown. I even I don't know if I'd even want to leave that shit in Midtown though, bro. Midtown's more decent. Uh, I I guess if you're, uh, I don't know, man. But like fucking. Look, well, sometimes to live, you got to take risk, man. All right. You I done, mean, yeah, that's fair. You've but. done jumped out of airplanes and shit. You know, I think you can risk you leaving your car in a parking lot to have no, a little fun. Yeah, but how about we risk leaving your car in the parking lot? I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, you know. Okay. We I'll can pick you up, you know, whatever. Since you're taking that risk, I'll pay for parking, bro. I got you. <laughs> I'm going to make sure to go to the fucking high end, high dollar end fucking side. My car, I'm like, somebody got to stand with my car all night. Fucking no, nah, bro. Fucking uh, what's that shit called? Valet parking? Yeah, or whatnot. You're nah, not dude, what? You're look, just fucking... I really want. I really want you to come out with us. I hate you at that time, but you were like, "Oh, I just woke up at fucking two a.m." Dude, I told you I was racked the fuck out that entire night. Oh, I'm a little sicky. My name's Will. I don't feel good today. Yeah, yeah. You fucking done? No. You fucking done, pussy? Huh? No. Yeah, I well, like jasmine rice. You know what? I, do I like love jasmine math. Rice. That's the fucking truth of it all, though. What is? That your boy was sick and tired. Aw, my boy was doing sicky. Yeah, bro, why didn't you come snuggle <clears throat> with me to help me feel better? I tried, but then I was like, you know what? Then if I get sick, I'm going to get Jennifer sick. Then Abel's going to get sick. And I was like, and I can't have my baby sick. Because what if, you know, what if Will got COVID, you know? But I didn't have COVID. How did you know? Because I tested myself. Oh shit, pussy. Dude, you know we make all the booklets for the COVID uh, book test? Really? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Y'all make a lot of shit for every fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Hey, like I said, I mean, all them boxes and tape and shit, that's gonna... We gonna be needing that here soon. I know. I know. I know. But, hey, I mean, you know, without disclosing too much, though, uh, we, we just letting y'all know that your boys here and associates... We we gonna be coming up with something big here soon. Yeah, bro, we fucking blowing up. What's oh. the, what they call it in uh Step Brothers? Well, I I don't know. Uh, whenever they're on the boat, fuck. I don't know if I've seen Step Brothers. You've never seen Step Brothers? Mm-mm. What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? I could quote so many Step Brother quotes right now. It can't be that fucking good, dude. It's super fucking funny. Who's in it? Fucking um. Oh fuck! What's his name? I just can't remember his name. He's in uh he's an anchorman. What's his name? Oh fuck. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember what that dude's name is though. He's funny as shit. I fucking love him. Curly hair. Like Jonah Hill's not in it or anything. No, 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 no. <clears throat> he fuck. was in the office too. Fucking A. I'm I don't know why I want to say Jim Carrey, because it's not Jim Carrey. <laughs> that's what that's what I was about to say that next, bro. <clears throat> Fuck with this goddamn name. Anyway, homie's funny as fuck, and I for, I forget the other dude's name, 
But anyway, he's like, oh, look, I'm going to sing for you. He's like, I haven't done it for anybody in a long time. And <laughs> then he sings and he's like, bro, that was really good. He's like, you really think so? He's like, you're fucking with me, aren't you? <laughs> he's like, no. He's like, you sound like Fergie and Jesus had a baby. Jesus. Dude, um, did I, did you see that one Theo Vaughn clip? He's with uh, Bobby Lee. Which one? And, oh, um, I probably, and Bobby okay. Lee's like, okay, so, so let me ask you right now. If you had to pick any race to enslave that would serve you, who would you go for? And fucking, and fucking Theo goes, he goes, man, you know, that's something that I've been thinking about here a lot lately. <laughs> like, that he was like, you know, if I had to go with any of them, he's like, I would probably have to go with the Mexicans. You know what, bro? And as a Mexican, bro, I would be okay with that because I feel like Theo Vaughn would be a good master. That's facts, bro. You know what I mean? Have you seen the, the, the Bobby and Andrew Santino clip? Mm-mm. What, what, what was it? Whenever that? like Andrew Santino goes, oh look, Bobby, I got you something, and it's a black dude that starts walking up to Bobby, and he goes like, oh my god, I've always wanted one, and then, and then the black dude sets a token down in front of him, and then goes and sits down, and then Andrew goes, what did you think I was giving you? And he's like, I've always wanted a token. <laughs> dude, I always <laughs> wanted my own, bro. You know, um. I was listening to something else. I think it was on YouTube not too yeah. long ago. Um, talking about, um, you know, kind of how slavery worked back then. Yeah. And like, so, you know, for the most part, when it came to slaves, there were two categories of slave. Uh-huh. You were either, you were either a house slave or you were, you a worked field. in the fields. Yeah. Um, right. And generally speaking, Apparently, <clears throat> like the way to go would have been a house slave. Back no then. shit. Well, I mean, yeah, but uh, it it it's like you know, generally they had better living conditions. They were treated better. I'm making the biscuits in the morning. You know, like fucking um, like apparently more more house slaves were a lot loyal to their masters. They were. That's than that, the others. Did you see that representation in uh, the Django perfectly? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and the other thing, because, you know, like, when you hear about all these revolts and the rebellions and stuff, like, it was always the field slaves were the ones that were leading them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because but, the uh, other ones, they were cool with what was going on, essentially. But, but um, the, the, the kind of, the whole point of that conversation, though, is, is, um, and I think it was another, even, another black guy was even saying this, too. He said that, um... He said that um, when it comes to, like, you know, with um, a lot of, let's just say, poor neighbor or impoverished neighborhoods in the U.S., and when it comes to, like, you know, government assistance and all that stuff. Yeah. He said that that um, that whole, the whole house slave mindset kind of never really left. You know what I mean? Ooh. Okay, expand on that. Expand on uh, that. Well, as far as, like, okay, it's like, it's like. The Democrats are the masters now, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, you know, you know, generally speaking, the it, it's usually always the Democrats that get the most minorities to vote for them, mm, you know? Yes. Um, Just because. I agree as a minority. And, and you and I have talked about this before, too, though, you know, and it's like they have a lot of promises for them, you know, um, they're more. 
Democrats have always been more about, you know, fucking providing social services, social reforms, environmental care, all this bullshit, you know? Yeah. Um, And, you know, they offer these same promises, and that's how a majority of them get fucking votes every time, you know? Yeah. So, um, and who was, I forgot who was fucking saying this, but he was just saying that, like, you know, even in today's, in today's times when it comes to that, it's still it's still a plantation. Yeah. Just like a different kind of plantation now when it comes to that. It was just it was just a really interesting um it was a really interesting discussion and just kind of going to back back to how, you know, a lot of these fucked up um oh damn, that is your YouTube, isn't it? Yes, sir. Um but just how a lot of these like fucked up ideas or practices never went away. They just kind of evolved. Or, I, I see. I could see that though. I could, or they're more just they're just more elaborately disguised. I, I I could see how like, um, the how would you how would you say it? the goal and the process is the same, but the um, so surra- method is different. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Same narrative, different um, plot. I guess. It's the same plot, uh, same plot, same narrative, just different methods. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there we is, go. You is, explain, you, Mister, Mister, Mister Bookman himself explained that shit. Who me? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. What the fuck are you trying to look at, bro? Just creepy shit. Right now. Why not? In pitch darkness. Ooh, I love it. Imagine just some creature walking in from your fucking kitchen, just bent backwards, going. Uh, I'm grabbing my fucking crucifix and praying, bro. <clears throat> Dude, I'm fucking tossing that bitch. I'm like, you didn't get no dick in the afterlife. You came back for some, huh? <laughs> That's like a man. Wasn't that fucking weird shit? Do you remember? Uh, it was that one uh, Billie Eilish concert or whatever. Uh huh. That bitch is singing and she bends like all the way fucking backwards, bro. I have not seen that. You, and and the motherfuckers are saying like that bitch was demon possessed on that. But she flexible. She thick. That's what she is. She you know, is it's because she got she got heavy heavy milkers, right? So she when she leaned fuck, back, though, they dog. probably the gravity pulled them back towards her. I mean, so she, I mean, she forcefully bent, bro. I guess, bro. I mean, you know, women are more flexible than men, anyways. So. Dude, not more flexible than me. Yeah. <clears throat> How so? Dude, what's <laughs> what's something that like, bro? You better be out here doing some fucking Jacko poses for me. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't. Uh, look, I was about to ask, what's something that you think is universally a image of fear for us? A universal image of fear, like without um humanity having like communicated with each other. We've all came to the same conclusion as far as like what something looks like, mm-hmm. and we all fear it the same. Like, so I've imagined you've had like the creepy nightmare of a woman with black hair and a white dress. Mm-hmm. Like, what makes it that subconsciously we all dream and fear that? Um. I don't really know, man. Yeah. I, I have to think about this a little more. What, what do you think it is? 
I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's something as far as like that we encountered as humanity and that we just know to fear. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but it's just the thing that kind of creeps me out about it. It's that it's like a universal understanding that this thing is like evil. It's not um, of this world and it shouldn't be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think that's a fair assumption though on that too. Um but I think it's just I think as humans in general, you know, it's just we fear things we de- we can't comprehend or understand. Mm. for for good reasons, I think, you know, I think that's probably what's kept us alive after all this fucking time. Yeah. No, I mean, I wouldn't disagree to to an extent, you know, and like I said, I I just I think I mean, you went on your little tangent about how your theory of fir- thirst and all that shit is. Too, uh, you I know, think it's genetic. I I don't know, bro. I just personally, I don't think. I think most fears are conditioned. You think are still conditioned to some extent because to to some extent because <coughs> I think or it's kind of been. It's can it's kind of been universally accepted though too that the only two things that we innately fear yeah is heights and loud noises okay you know and everything else is essentially conditioned well um I don't know if I've ever brought this up to you before but did you know and this is just kind of like to, you know I'm making the point to where like my dad has a th- fear of thirst and I kind of just don't like the idea of being thirsty yeah you know well did you know that uh genetics are associated with obesity. Yeah, I've heard about that. Like, and I don't mean like, oh, your mom was fat, so you're going to be fat. It's like, so if you were poor, um, like, say, if you come from a bloodline that was poor back in the day, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, And say, whenever you got food, you would eat as much of it as you could, right? Because you didn't know when was a lot, and the next time you would eat like mm-hmm. that. So now that you have an abundance of food, like our mentality or our brain tells us to do the same thing. And that's why we get fat because now we have an abundance, not a, um, you know, not a decline of it. Yeah, I, I can, I can see where that makes sense. Honestly, you know, apparently certain addictions are passed on genetically too. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure about that one. You like know? even fucking alcoholism, bro. Alcoholism, cocaine, shit like that. Mm hmm. Cause I mean, those are the, those are the, the, the roughest ones, you know what I mean? Hey, do you know that diarrhea is uh, genetic too? How? It runs in your genes. Wow, Mr. The Last of Us himself. <laughs> <laughs> I should have fucking seen that coming. I thought you, dude, honestly, I thought you were going to catch that one like earlier. <laughs> no, on. you, dude, uh, my homie at work, Little John, um, he followed me on TikTok and he saw the soccer, uh clip. And then he'll he he walks up to me and he goes all like, he ain't a bender, but he's bending these hoes over. And then I was like, oh shit! I'm like, you watch the you watch the clip or you listen to the pod or the other. Mm-hmm. And he goes like, bro, he's like, we fucking he's like me and my wife we love Avatar. And I'm like, hell yeah, bro. Shout out to the homie Sh- Little John. Shout out the homie Little John. Shout out my cousin Martin. Shout out my cousin Carlos, Sari. Shout shout out everybody that fucking tunes in to listen to the pod. And that messages me like, you know, awaiting the next episode or glad and happy when we upload the next episode. Like, 
you know that's facts i really fuck i really facts. fuck with y'all i love i love the fam you know what i mean yep we can't we can't make this without y'all you know what i'm saying yes sir bro um so on another note i was just looking at it here um uh it was um yeah so a friend of mine had sent me this article one time bro yeah um and it was about this classroom experiment right and dude uh-huh. it's fucking wild like is cuz it's um it was just it was a it's a classroom experiment is for elementary kids right i think it was somewhere in europe if i'm not mistaken yeah um but it just goes to show how fucking different dude like the male and female mentality is uh-huh um even from like such a fucking young age like that bro and just how fucking it, it it's how how different um they either contribute to like a society or just how um how they want to contribute or make a society better as a whole yeah and like bro so so here's what happened on this right is this teacher what he started doing was he would have every week um this teacher would bring snacks uh huh. Um, snacks, food. What the fuck? Uh, God. Anyways, um, he would bring snacks, food, what, whatever to the class, right? Yeah. So the first week, he would let all the, he would let all the girls, or I don't remember if the teacher was a he or she or not. Yeah. But anyways, the teacher would let all the girls, um, pick what they wanted first. Uh huh. Right before the boys. So the teacher said that during that first week, the girls went first and they took all of what they wanted first, whether it be, you know, they took all of the fucking, the best snacks and shit first yeah. or whatever, and kind of just left the boys the shittier scraps slash leftovers <laughs> yeah. for it, you know? And apparently, um, a lot of the female students in it too were very... They were very picky uh-huh. about who they would share with, yeah. right? And essentially, what they would do was the only boys that they shared with or the cute were ones. the more popular slash attractive boys in the class, you know? Um, bro, I'm getting all the snacks, bro. And, uh, yeah, and um, all, all, the, all the other boys were just kind of left to get fucked, basically. Yeah. On that, you know? Um. And anyways, the next week, the teacher did the same thing, but they reversed it. Now it's the boys' and turn. And let the boys go first on that, right? So naturally, and or initially, I should say, the boys did the same things that the girls did, uh-huh. as in they took all of the fucking best snacks for themselves first, yeah. then left for the girls, whatever, mm-hmm. right? So, but you know what happened? The girls started complaining and the boys started giving them the shit. Basically, that's, yeah, that's what happened. Um, But, dude, even the, even the lesser, um, or the, I should say, like, the lesser attractive of the girls. Yeah. Um, Even they were, they were still, like, able to, like, cajole those boys into giving them snacks and yeah. shit and just attention in general. Yeah. On that, right? And even the uh even like the less popular boys 
in that group too, they were they were still like willing to share like what the fuck ever with the girls on that. Yeah. You know? But I mean You know, and I think that just proves that as men, um, we'll do anything to get women to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah yeah that too but i mean no, no, but in all, in all honesty it just goes to show how like as a man like we, we're <clears throat> what's ours is we're, we're more we're like in our mentality it's as a provider you know mm-hmm. and i don't even know if this is just if you if you get if it gets taught out of your brain right because there are men that are not that <clears throat> But I feel like we're born providers, and there's just an yeah. instinct that we know that that's our role. Yeah. <clears throat> so when we see someone suffering or not happy and we have a solution to that, you know, that we are willing to – because we're not really jeopardizing ourselves by giving them some of our snacks. Yeah. We're compromising, and we're now everyone's happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, we, well, the thing is, is it's it's more of like, okay, we look at things – we look at things a little bit more altruistically and as a whole. Yeah. For the betterment of an entire society. Yeah. Really. Because, I mean, honestly, dude, if you think about it, though, you know, um, it, it, it it's, you know, who do you think fucking, uh, how do I fucking put this, is, you know, when, let's just say we had this snowstorm or these snowstorms. Yeah. We had these snowstorms out fucking couple a month ago or so you know mm-hmm. and you've got dudes out there working around the clock and when it's fucking cold as shit outside you know like oh, trying to work on that shit to make sure we all have power yeah like you're like yourself we're trying to get people their christmas packages and shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean bro i don't get fucking holidays off all right but yeah all right keep going I, with your story but I mean, i mean it's just that dude you know and it's like you know it, it, it it's you really only see dudes up at uh, going around at 4 a.m. in the morning, going around, you know, fucking collecting people's trash and trash mm-hmm. trucks and all that shit, you know. Dude, um, I, have I brought up the video whenever, like, the guy's going around and he goes, uh, um, the Grim Reaper comes to you and says that he's going to kill uh, either you or your wife. Who do you pick? Or first he goes to the woman and goes, you or your husband. Like, who lives? And every single woman said, myself, why would I, why would I give myself up? My husband should be the one to die, right? What the fuck? And then you go to the husbands and the majority of them say, myself, myself. Yeah. No, actually all of them say, myself, myself, myself. And then he goes, why? He's like, because my, my wife deserves to live and, you know, be with our children. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you, you literally see how like. The majority, the uh, the majority of the real men or real a real man would put his um um family and um the well being of his family and wife over himself. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I I agree. And I know? think that's very true. I mean, because I would, you know, I would uh, I would choose myself. You know, I wouldn't yeah. say my girl. I would say myself. I would too. <clears throat> I would too. Like. And, you know, bro, like I was telling you earlier, you know, if at some point or whatever, you know, I get married, have a family and stuff like, you know, for me, I, I wouldn't want my wife to work or like, yeah, require her to work, mm-hmm. you know, like you'd want it to be a leisure life for, yeah, 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 like I would just want her to raise my child, you know, 
Um, I mean, obviously, I'd help raise my child, too, and stuff, you yeah. know, but um, I would want her to raise my child, you know, and, like, I would fucking, you know, just to, just ensure that her and both my child are uh, have a good quality of life, um, you know? So, so to ask you, because about what we were talking about earlier, so did that... Did that kind of hit you deep when I told you that about like your bloodline and you being a representation of your grandpa? Yeah, yeah, it, it really did, bro. I mean, honestly, just because I, you know, it's, I'm not really, um, I've never really been, um, well, to me, I would kind of call that a little bit, uh, praise, I guess, to yeah. an extent, you know? Yeah. And like I said, bro, I mean, just, you know, kind of throughout my life, I'm not really used to, um, people praising me or anything like that. So, uh-huh. It's like a lot of times when I hear that shit, it's like I don't really recognize it as that at first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, yeah, because, I mean, you count, you sounded kind of just shocked, you know, whenever you were like, what the fuck? You're like, you really think that? And I'm like, yeah, bro, you know, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and I mean, just to say what it is, I mean, like, as men, you know, we are made to carry the bloodline of our ancestors and yeah. to continue it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like. My whole life, my my entire existence, and how I carry myself, my word, my actions, and everything, right? I very much feel like it's backed by my father, by my grandfather, his mm-hmm. father, you know, and shit like that. And I feel like I'm a representation of everyone and how um, basically be a joy to my bloodline and not a failure. I don't think a lot of men really look at it that way anymore, though, bro. Like, as far as, you know, being a representation of who, of who they are representing their whole family. Yeah. You know, in general, whether it be their parents or grandparents or just trying to carry on who they were, you know, or just, or for that matter, even trying to really live a life of achievement. Yeah. I mean, I I could, I could see that, but, um, like. Go ahead. It's just, I, I mean, I, I don't know, bro. It, it, it's, you know, one thing that was interesting about Rome was um, all, all that stuff you just mentioned, you know, about carry on, carrying on the legacy. Um, uh-huh. uh, they were really big about stuff like that and just trying to live a life of accomplishment and achievement Yeah. in general. You know, like it was almost kind of like it was just expected. No, like I no one I mean, really had to. I mean, I, I for sure, I, I think that's just something my dad instilled in me. And you know yeah. what? Um. <laughs> that's to be funny but i think like so did anime <laughs> yeah you know yeah but i mean it, it is something that my first my dad taught me it right my dad taught me that basically i was a representation of him and all of his accomplishments yeah you know what i mean because it like you know like you know i told you a story about how my dad <clears throat> basically made 12 dudes you know be be real pussy when they came to fighting with him mm-hmm and then, you know, in my head, not, like, after I heard that story from my mom, I was like, well, shit, like, I can't go and get my ass beat or act like a coward or, you know, I can't go and yeah. be the villain or, you know, the coward or shit like that because that would tarnish my father's legacy. You know what I mean? So my legacy, I would, you know, I have to uphold it. You know what I mean? And you know what's funny is like I don't think ever once in my life my dad has ever um talked to me uh, uh about anything about anything like that, you know, as far as like, oh, you know, well, um you gotta carry on the fucking legacy or yeah, you know, you represent who I am or that like, you know, you should be proud to be a Solomon 
etc. All that shit, you know. Yeah, like, and see, and the thing about you is you have a cool last name, like Solomon, dude. Like when I hear when I hear your last name, I think of King Solomon. Like that's, I think everyone thinks of King Solomon. So yeah. And you telling me last night that your grandfather came from Jewish descent, I would definitely look at my bloodline. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Cause um, see, cause like my so Lopez. Lope means uh, it just roughly translates from lupus from Latin. Wolf. Yeah. So an S E Z is S of. So it's of wolf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So literally, my name, my last name is German of wolf. And uh, my mom's last name. Well, you know. Well, first, uh, I know for a fact that the Lopez last name comes from uh, Spanish and Portugal. Mm-hmm. Uh. Spanish, Spain. Um, so, like I told you last night, I'm like I've been meaning to go back to our um, little town, and I want to see how far back I can trace uh, my bloodline to the old world. Yeah. Uh, you know, Europe. <clears throat> but my mom's last name has a lot more uh, of a tragic last uh, or meaning. Doesn't hers? That means crown, right? The crowned ones. Yeah. But. That's what they would name the girls that the Spanish came and um, raped. Oh, really? And they had, um, like, basically mestiz and Spanish children, you know? They would, so name they would them call them Coronado? The Coronadas, yeah. Coronados, Coronadas. Or whatever. Basically yeah. that they crowned them with the Spanish bloodline. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that that kind of yeah. took a twist. Yeah, and at first I thought that 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 would that would be like one of the highest, um, one of the highest uh, last names or something because it means the crown. But come to find yeah. out, it's what they were naming peasants. So, so do you think like most modern Mexicans now, um, as far as like their, um, like as far as their ancestry or their pedigrees, do you think it's more? you think it would be more native or you think it's more Spanish? So I feel like <clears throat> Mexican literally just means mixed. Does it really? It means mestiz, which is just mixed. Mm-hmm. So originally we are um, of the Mayan, Aztec, uh, all those uh, bloodlines, you know, that were yeah um, in, in the basically over here. But like during those times. But then um, we started, uh, they mixed them up with the um, Spanish. So a majority of us are like, uh, it was either Spanish, Portuguese, and shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. So then the Mestiz, which were the offspring, started, uh, you know, having kids of their own. So like our bloodlines probably got, you know, Native Native American, you know, for a fact. Spanish, Portuguese, like when you see these red-haired ones, that's Irish, because you know a lot of uh during the Irish famine, a lot of them went to Mexico. Um, it's 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 a mixture, you know. It, mm-hmm. it, it's a big it's a big mixture. You have you even have Asians that are Mexicans. It's, yeah, I've seen some of that before. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I saw um, man, I saw I think I saw I've seen something the other day. There was some dude um. He was interviewing this guy in Japan. Oh yeah, I and saw that. Like uh, the dude had been born and raised in Japan, but um, I think on his mom's side he was like Brazilian or yeah. something. Yeah, dude. So um, 
you know, apparently, because you remember I was telling you about that uh, Cinco de Mayo uh, speech mm-hmm. that uh, Saragossa gave? Yeah. Basically, where he's telling the Mexican farmers of um, Puebla that they were warriors just like their ancestors and, you know, that they were going to rise and uh, rise a flag and that the French were going to see the eagle, the same eagle that their ancestors saw sitting on the nopal with the snake in its mouth. And then he goes, Viva Mexico. He's like, Pero Viva Mexico Libre, which is translates to uh, long live Mexico, but long live a free Mexico. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> dude, uh, fuck, where's I going with that? But would you really call Mexico free today? Uh, I mean, look, um, it's not. Apparently, Mexico ranks the 13th most profitable country in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's not doing bad. It's just a lot of corruption because of like the th- think about like the cartel, like the mob. You know, yeah, I mean, that's basically what they are. They're an organized crime syndicate. Yeah, think think about they're they're just like the mob in New York and Chicago. You know, they they've infiltrated um, politics and stuff like that. That's the only problem. Yeah. And that's what causes the corruption and money scandals and different things yeah. like that. Well, is that. well, you know, honestly, though, like on that note, too, though, I, I don't even know how much we could even really call the U.S. a free country anymore. Yeah, exactly. So in, oh. in that in that same regard. But back to finish that point about the speech where I started is uh, I was reading through the comments of the guy uh, of that movie. And apparently um, a lot of other countries like really celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Because, like, uh, Mexico is, like, one of the first Latin American countries to beat, like, an old, like, a military um, power of the old world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're talking about um, Napoleon's French army. Yeah. So, um, it was a big feat, apparently. You know what I mean? Like, I saw comments of, like, people, like, um, in Brazil and, like, Ecuador and just different countries and... um southern america where they're like we celebrate that like you know that was a big win for all of like us latinos and you know i i was like man i've never thought about it it being such a big deal but you know why i think the reason um it it is is because the u.s uses it as a fucking day to just go out and drink so it's kind of been like downplayed (laughs) as far as like what it is you know what i mean yeah like some people go and get shit faced on cinco de mayo and they think that it's Mexican Independence Day, you know, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been uh, whitewashed, I guess you would say, to not be as important to Mexican American uh, people, you know, because it's just you see other people appropriating the day and then not even knowing what it's about. Well, yeah, I mean, I get it, bro, but it's like you got to think about it, though. It's so it's a Mexican holiday, you know, that's like. I mean, you're celebrating it in in an entirely different country, though. Yeah. You know, because even despite how close the U.S. and Mexico are, like, they're still two different worlds. No, it is. You really expect, like, okay, you really expect Mexicans to uh, perceive, like, July 4th as the same way, the way Americans would. But that's essentially what I'm saying. It's like if you're living in Mexico and then you see a bunch of Mexicans going out getting fucked up on July 4th because they're like, yeah, America beat Europe or England. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, or, what I'm saying is, you know, I mean, it goes both ways. 
or let me put it to you like this uh what's another big another big like patriotic day that isn't like fourth of july in the u.s yeah labor um, day memorial day yeah memorial day okay so let's say that memorial day mexicans go out and get fucked up and they're thinking and like you know they're like, yeah memorial day you know and that's the day where you you know you remember the fallen soldiers right yeah, that's for Memorial Day is for the soldiers that have died. Veterans Day is for um, veterans that are, well, past and present. Yeah. But um, generally, Memorial Day is for the ones that are fallen. And Yeah. I mean, I think, but you know what makes that, like, to me, bro, you know what makes that so significant, though? What? Is, like, for Memorial Day, for all those soldiers that are fallen, there's a lot of them that, rather in life or death, Never made it home, bro. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, they're still they're well, still out there. Well, see, that's what I'm getting you at know, to you is, like, imagine if, like, Mexico was in Mexico celebrating Memorial Day. But Memorial Day isn't, Memorial Day isn't even a day to go out and really celebrate. Yeah, but neither is Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is more like a remembrance of a, yeah, of a pride of our country. You know what I mean? So it's not really to celebrate and get drunk? No. It's more like, hey, like, you know, we beat the biggest, like, a bunch of farmers in this small town of Puebla yeah. beat one of the biggest military powers in the world. Which, with, with, with eventually became sticks and stones <laughs> and yeah. hand-to-hand combat because the French and both the Mexican side ran out of ammo. Uh, oh, shit, really? So, you know, it's like... You know, and plus, like, that was just a battle. Like, we lost the war. The French mm-hmm. overtook Mexico, and they they were uh, they were the monarch over Mexico for four years. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, just, that's just what I'm saying. You know, it's, I don't mind people going to get drunk. I, I really don't care. I don't want to seem like a party pooper or anything. But it's just like, um, at least know what it's about. Yeah, you know no, I mean, I, mean I, I get that. And, I mean, honestly, even on Memorial Day, I mean, if people want to go out and celebrate and get drunk or whatever. Yeah, that's their own prerogative, you know. Yeah. But what, what some things that like I would really have an issue with is if you're vandalizing slash slandering memorials, though. Yeah, like no. when when all these fucking riots and protests were going on, and fucking dog Mia, Mia. Um. Anyways, that's when you know, and I mean, it was. Yeah. You know who was leading you. I mean, it was the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. We're the ones leading all of that, you know, and if if you want to protest or whatever, you know, fine. Go ahead and protest, but why why are you going to go and destroy war memorials though, bro? Like because they fucking got um they got uh I know for sure they fucking they fucked with the Vietnam War Memorial. And Yeah. You know, on that memorial, bro, is the names of 58,000 men who never made it home. Yeah. From mm-hmm. that. That and they, um, I forgot, they they even vandalized this, um, I think it was called like the Buffalo Soldiers or something, but it was an yeah. all-black volunteer regiment in the Civil War. Yeah. Why, why are you going to vandalize that of all memorials if, like, if it's black lives that you're protesting for? Dude, um. You know? Liz uh, one time told me about this documentary about Black Lives Matter that was on um, Netflix. Yeah. And because 
Liz was like, because, you know, before Liz was like, oh, you know, yeah, Black Lives Matter. But then, like, after she watched the documentary and, like, what some of the people that were running it or a part of it um, were, th- what were their beliefs were, Liz was like, I don't know if I want to support this. You know what I mean? Dude, I mean, they're fucking, well, they're socialists and anarchists is what they really are. And I don't think since that movement has really started, they've really done a thing for the black community. No. I mean, I heard that the the creator or whatever bought like a million, two point million dollar mansion or some shit like that. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. And even um you know what's crazy is the founder, I think it was a woman, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but she had been she had been imprisoned before, apparently. Yeah. For for um like inciting anarchy or just like these actions and just saying all this stuff that would be considered treason by today's standards, right? Yeah. And um if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Bill Clinton uh-huh. at the time that released her from prison. Okay. You know, but and it it's um there was like an issue going on around apparently that like a lot of democratic presidents in general Mm-hmm. Like, they would just go and they would just pardon and release swaths of fucking people from prison, yeah, and from all these mental institutions and stuff, bro. And like, you know, for a lot of those people, it's probably not good if they reintegrate into society again. Which, mm-hmm. in reality, is they don't really reintegrate into society; they fuck it up and make it worse. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but I mean. I, bro, it's not, it has, it's not even really, it's, it's not even any kind of social reform Mm -hmm. or just any kind of social support for anybody. It's just more, it just serves its own fucking darker political agenda, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I don't, I mean, like, look, I haven't kept up with uh, Black Lives Matter lately, but I've known that even like, like Charlemagne the God has like complained about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's a big advocate for the community. You know? Yeah. So, I have not heard good things. I mean, I also, like, the Black Lives Matter, like, the ide- the ideology of Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter is, um, I, <clears throat> I understand why the All Lives Matter would upset somebody. Because it's, like, not all lives are under fire. <laughs> A majority of these, of people getting killed... By officers or black men, um, so I could. It's like, so it's like saying like, uh, oh, breast cancer awareness, and then somebody butts butts in and they're like, okay, but what about prostate cancer? You you see what I mean? When one's a bigger, well, I'm not saying that one's a bigger issue than the other, but you see what I'm you see what I'm working towards? Um, kind of. Like, so if you're looking at it within the general realm of cancer is, I think it's safe to say all cancer is serious. Yeah, all death is serious. Like, because it, it's, the thing is, and by, and by how serious it is, is is like, you can go through a treatment or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, but if you don't kill every single cancer cell on it, you know, like, it, it it's, that shit will come back. Yeah. And it'll come back just, it'll come back to the same way it was 
before you started treatment, and then you're back to square one on that, essentially. Yeah. You know? Um, but, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can I can kind of get what, I get what you're saying on that, though. Yeah. Dude. I mean, basically, it's like saying, like, a majority of the videos that we're seeing that are violent or aggressive are towards black men. Um, or just, I'm not going to say black men, I'm going to say minorities in general, because a lot of Hispanics get that short end of the stick, too. But the problem with yeah. us is we don't get reported as much as, you know, other um, ethnicities do. You yeah, know but I mean? I mean, you know, man, it, it goes back to, though, <clears throat> if you're in an area and you have, if the demographic is more black or more Mexican or more white, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, let's just say in one area you have a demographic that's more black, you know, um, then it's it it would make sense that it's more black men committing crimes. Yeah. An area and getting arrested or having more confrontations with the police, mm-hmm. and I mean, let's taking race out of it as like a taking race out of the whole picture in general. Yeah, men commit more crimes. Men are more incarcerated in the U.S. than like females are. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I. I, I... So it's like you know it, it's. It's deeper. It's deeper. If you look at demographics and numbers, that shit doesn't lie on yeah, yeah. anything, you know. And, and and if if there's a community or a place that has more white people, then it's probably going to be more fucking white people committing crimes. But I don't think it's yeah. like as far as like oh where the demographic is. I think it's like the way that the the majority of some of these officers approach, um, one person versus the other. Well, I mean. I mean, the thing is, is it's probably the reality of it is, is some officers rather, I'm not going to say that there aren't racist police officers, right? Yeah. Or officers that don't abuse their power, but you can have officers that would probably be more biased yeah. towards black people than they would towards another race. Yeah. Just one based on previous confrontations with them, you yeah. know? If you're having more confrontations with more of one race than the, than another, and just three, just being in the career field that you're in of law enforcement, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, it's it, it it cops have a hard job, bro. Because no, they do. There's they do. not a lot of the times when you're out there, you have to make a fucking quick decision that could mean life or death. Uh, in some cases, you know, and it's like you don't have there. There's a lot of cases where you don't have, you don't have anyone out there that's telling you what to do. You know, it's a just lot of the times you have to just instinct. you can only rely solely based on your own training <clears throat> and just your own judgment. Dude, like today I saw a video of two officers trying to restrain a black dude. Yeah, and I, you know, they were getting physical with him, like they did beat his ass a little bit, but this dude would just not go down. He ended overpowering both officers. And, you know, they were tasing him, right? Yeah. But then he got loose from the taser, got up, ran around to his uh, driver's side car. And you could tell they were trying to avoid shooting him. But this dude ended up pulling out a pistol and shooting uh, at the both of them. And then, you know, they unloaded their clips on him, right? He still ended up driving away. I don't know if he dro- drove away wounded yeah. or not. But one of those cops that got hit, you know what I mean? Uh, he was pronounced clinically dead, but then they brought him back to life. So, yeah. I mean, like it's it's it really is a difficult job you know what i mean but bro i mean it's like you know we were talking about this at work because i work with a lot of fucking cops and stuff yeah and um another one he's another black guy i work with he used to work for mpd 
yeah and stuff and you know you're just saying um you know if you're trying to fucking subdue a guy or a yeah. suspect um and you know they're not fucking going down or whatever you know i mean it's like really he was saying you know what what you have to do is just fucking get the guy down restrain them and that should really be the end of it you know yeah. but if you got a motherfucker that is just still not willing to comply or fucking go down you know yeah. it's like what else can you do? You know, start kissing him. What's that? Start kissing him. I mean, I guess you could. <laughs> please, I don't know if that would. Please comply. Mwah. Mwah. I, I don't know if that would work though. But I mean, that just goes to show right there, bro. That that guy overpowered two grown ass fucking yep. men. Some got comments tased. were like, "Man, they need a, they need some grappling classes." And still, and still got to his fucking mm. pistol. Yep. And shot at them, but like, I mean, <clears throat> bro, let me tell you. <clears throat> Gosh, damn. Um, like, I don't know, bro. You know, I think, like, you know, in general, you can you can probably be somewhat biased to a particular group, yeah. you know, and not necessarily be racist, but be more weary of, yeah, you know? And I think that just goes down to more of, like, an evolutionary thing of just survival, Dude, um, like, huh? there are certain places where you just don't tr- trust certain races. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean... Like, in schools... I mean, you shouldn't really be too trusting of humans as a whole, though. Well, like, let me let me just... Like, let me just... Let me just put this in insert this here. If you're at the movie theater, if you're at your school, um, you really don't trust the white guys, right? Because, yeah. you know, the, those, those tend to be the school shooters. <laughs> yeah. If you in the hood, if you in the club in the hood, you don't trust the gangsters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not me. You gotta be careful with them. If you in the if you in the Mexican in the Mexican neighborhood, you can't trust the cuz, cause them motherfuckers be strapped and they be like fifteen and don't don't even know how to handle their guns. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you're in the south, you gotta be careful with them rednecks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so there's like depending on where you at. You gotta be careful with who you fucking with. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. God damn, bruh. Where we at right now? Uh, we're about an hour. Yeah, I think we could call it here. All right. Well, let's let's say our goodbyes then. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, um, as usual, this is your boy Will the Rain Man Grundy. And this is your signing boy, off. El Aleman, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Walking through my head, I've been stumbling I've been hanging one foot off the edge If you was wondering I can feel this wasting on my shoulders This encumbering Gonna take it one step at a time Whatever come with it I've been taking one breath at a time The we got rustin' it Made it killin' Blood all on my jeans it Ain't no washin' them Watch your business They might spill it And I can't pass no cup to them If you stop this fuckin' in I can't show no love with them uh-huh. I've been thinking to myself Yeah, ain't gang, nigga, fuck it Nine on my belt, it's a shame if I up it Big ass case right there under my shoulder Look like crutches Big mistake, this pressure in my bunny Just like crushing, crushing Take another hit straight to the head Feel like concussion Yeah, I know she pretty, but she's like She might gut you I came from the city, but this pair from out the country Know these niggas fake, but I've been great with all my cousins Oh shit, understand me. I know someone out there understands me. Get the picture, I might snap and flash it like a camera.